This week on the BAMCast, the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good doctor with a gun. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey! hey! BAMCast. BAMCast. Episode 332. Yeah! All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hooray! 332. I don't know. I like that number. Yeah. Pretty good. Also, I'm back for the day. Oh, right. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go to watch it. Go ahead and watch yourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks. and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. Yay! However, there are bad bad movies. It's the stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. Oh, God, no! Yeah. Oh, the huge manatee. So, um. Let's uh, let's do. A, oh fuck! I didn't. Yeah. Just, I was like straight applause summary. Let's fucking get into this. Let's do it. Sorry, I should probably tell you what movie we watched. We watched 1997's Double Team because I don't know. We're idiots. Because <laughs> it was on the list. It was on the list. Because Rodman. Yeah. Right. We're Van preparing Dan. for Simon Says sometime been, in the next. Like, it had been almost a year since we'd seen a Van Damme movie. So yeah. Sure. Sure. It was, we were due. Right. Yeah. So uh, plot summary for Double Team. Let's talk more about it. <laughs> okay. Counter-terrorist Jack Quinn misses his target, Stavros, on the eve of his final mission. From there, he is sent to The Colony, a rebirth for presumed dead assassins. He breaks free from there and seeks the aid of Yaz, a weapons dealer, for his final battle with Stavros. Now, notice in there, I said Stavros twice. Drink twice. That's about the frequency in that short amount of words that you're going to hear that name throughout this movie. Stavros. 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 I would say it's the drinking game, but it's it's the typical drinking game where you're going to die. Yes. Yeah. It's a warning. It's a warning. It's <laughs> a drinking not, drinking warning. Do not drink to yeah. this. Stavros, who is Mickey Rourke. Y- yes. Yes. Yeah. Acclaimed. Just we yeah we usually talk about who is this is a John Claude yeah. Van Damme movie. Yaz, the weapons dealer, is Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. Bam Castellum. Uh huh. For cutaway. Y- yeah. Indeed, cutaway. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Mickey Rourke as Stavros. Yeah. The I don't know terrorist for hire i guess he is i have no idea who he uh, is. yes movie. they do explain later on that he's just a merc right. he's a mercenary yeah it also has another bamf castle in it paul freeman oh from raiders of the lost ark no oh well yes? yeah he was he was Balak, <laughs> yes but he was also uh one of our favorite characters ivan ooze in the power rangers movie oh, Christ, oh shit that was right. him <laughs> yeah oh wow yep just blew my mind. Man. Yep. What a career he had in the 90s. <laughs> what a big man. That man's a gift. He is a treasure. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And uh, directed by Hong Kong legend Sui Hark. Yes. I believe that's how it's pronounced. I think it's actually Choi. Choi I know it Hark. doesn't look like that at all, but I'm okay. pretty sure that's and the proper way. Choi Hark. Yeah. Like as a, as in uh, Once Upon a Time in China, which is yeah, one of Jet Li's like best. five. Yeah. He did like, all, like all, well, no, he skipped like four, but he came, yeah. he did like one, two, three, skipped four and came back for five. Well, what matters is he did the first yes. one, which is. Well, actually, yeah. they're all pretty good. Like, yeah. up to, I've, well, I've seen the first three mm-hmm. and they're all good. Yeah. Hmm. And then he came to America. Uh-huh. Today. 
<laughs> well, no, it was uh, many years ago. Um, Yesterday. <laughs> that was a couple more years ago. <laughs> 1997? Yeah. yeah. 97. At least 97. Well, this was the whole, like, you know, oh, shit, people like John Woo bring John Woo here. Oh, shit, people like understudies of John Woo yeah. bring him here, too. And make them all work with <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme for some reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's like the gateway mm-hmm. drug or something, but... It's a warm-up. But, yeah. yeah. that Yeah, that's that's the, that's the yeah. cast and crew. <laughs> You'll notice that plot summary mentioned a lot of things. Mm-hmm. This plot feels more complicated than that made it out to be. Oh, oh, absolutely. It feels like three different movies crammed together, mm-hmm. like edited to hell and then crammed together into one movie. Especially in the second act, but... Because, like, the pre-credit like, sequence is just immediate, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme is getting orders and he hops in a, a giant-ass all-terrain thing. It feels like it's supposed to be, like, the Bond cold open, yes. almost, but... The whole movie in, wants to be a Bond movie, to be it, honest. Very much, but they're in such a hurry to get through it that, mm-hmm. I mean, the sequence is, like, two minutes. If that. Yet, <laughs> a whole bunch of shit happens. It's it's two minutes, but it, it goes from zero to 120 in about a half a second, because mm-hmm. it doesn't even ramp up. It's just, Stavros is here, go! Yeah. And it's, like, cut to John claude breaking into this place with the... I mean, he, like whips off the the cover of this big giant all-terrain vehicle thing mm-hmm. and there's this other guy simultaneously running down the hall in one of the best scenes of the movie <laughs> because he's all but through the door where there's just a table full of people talking but there's one guy that he's deemed in his way mm-hmm. and he violently pushes him to the side mm-hmm. simultaneously yelling get out of my way yeah <laughs> like that works better if you yell it before mm. you shove the guy. Yeah, as a warning, not right. as a taunt. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, get down on the ground, blam, blam. <laughs> yeah, so modern cops. Yeah, um, but but yeah, he goes, he's in. He says something like, "Quinn's in." Yep, we're good to go. Right, and it's just which is weird because whatever he's doing is apparently completely contrary to what people want him to do because he merely has an entire army after him with no. Like, we don't know sides. We don't know who anybody is. It's just... Well, he launches out of this warehouse. Right. Like, just because... I don't know why they set up a ramp there for him to launch out of, but <laughs> he launches out of this this warehouse with the, you know, the titles, you know, scrolling opposite <clears throat> ways across the screen, in addition to the title also being on screen in, you know, label maker font. Yeah. <laughs> 90s. All the yeah. credits. So you get double team twice. Yeah. Um... And then he's just wrecking the fuck out of everything in his way. Yeah. Now, to explain this, I mean, when we say all-terrain vehicle, you're probably thinking, like, something normal all-terrain vehicle. Like, this is a semi-truck length thing. It's a weird, like, military truck. It looks like it would be, like, a satellite truck or something that you wouldn't actually drive off. I mean, it would need to go off-road, but not fast. Or the front of the thing that would have two giant missiles on the back of it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this is, like, a big thing towing a little... Com, you know, little tiny thing. We don't we don't know what any of its function is. Didn't they say they said something about thirty two kilograms of uranium? Sure, but yeah, there was some mention of stuff, but it doesn't come. Yeah, up. but they don't say like, oh, here's or Van Dam doesn't go, oh, here's the uranium. I got to get this shit out of here. He just takes off in this fucking truck. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just wasn't, wasn't there like a voiceover? It was like, I, I, you know, I guess if you take this mission, it's it's your last one. You know, something like go get Stavros. And There's, he's like he's like no, lovingly rubbing this thing for a second, like take you know he rips this 
you know the sh- the cover off this thing and it's like oh this thing's cool it moves so fast i couldn't even tell and you and he like flips on you know it gets satellite trajectory and we see the bad cg mm-hmm. satellite in space and then all of a sudden yeah it's just launch out the side of the building on this thing yeah. and start a giant james bond shitty james bond-esque chase mm-hmm. yeah well yeah well he uh, but there's a lot of good explosions. I was going to say, chase. it's not there, shitty. It's, he well, edited badly, but it's not shitty. I well, mean, the things shitty. that are happening are dope. I mean, yeah, he, he <laughs> knocks two gas tankers, of course, yeah. which start leaking oil, which then gets ignited one mm-hmm. way or another, yeah. which Jet fuel puts down. huge fireballs behind him, through which two guys who are trying to ride motorcycles end up sliding the motorcycles and which getting a ticket cool. to Burning Man while they're rolling on the ground. Yes, they're wearing <laughs> hot pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then there's a, a train passing by, and Van Damme's having none of that. So oh. he, see, he he jumps the train, but not really because he goes through a boxcar at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, Kill a few hobos. Yeah, 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 but it's Europe. So. R.I.P. Really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where he got the ramp? Again, Unclear. Don't know. This thing must just inflate the front tires yeah. and just let you launch up. He also but... loses the thing that's attached to the back. Mm-hmm. Like that's towards piece. the end, like because yeah. he, he gets to a roadblock after the train, I think, and that's kind of like the end of this whole sequence because they're firing big, you know, fifty cal machine guns at him, and it's just bouncing off this thing, and they apparently shoot at it enough that they finally disconnect whatever it's towing behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, cuts the cables, and they he of course because he's you know super badass guy turns the thing so that it continues forward and like takes out the roadblock for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like a carrier truck trying to follow him down this hill. Cause he's just, he's just bounding down this hill in this oh, giant, yeah. you know, thing. And this, you know, troop transport truck is trying to follow him. And then all of a sudden people are like, Nope, this is a bad idea. Everybody out. And <laughs> the bit's just dudes launching out the back mm-hmm. and you know, doing stunts out the back of this thing. And he just kind of hits the river and it's like, all right, you know, I guess you're free. And yeah, we get like, fade we, out. we get Mission like, ha- we get half a second of like, oh, that truck is fucked. Cause like the axles are bent mm. and it's, it's <laughs> yeah. fucked, mm-hmm. but it's like, all right, mission accomplished. And we're like, what mission? What, what the hell happened? Because right well after done, this, 007. yeah, right <laughs> after this, like in, insane sequence that doesn't really necessarily mean anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's like, okay, now let's plan the actual mission where he goes and talks to the mercenaries and we're like, all right, we're going to. Where he gets Stavros here, and well, 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 it fades out to three years it later. It cuts to three years later, and he's at his villa. Oh, that's right, he's retired. Yeah, I'm sorry, he's yeah, retired. I yeah, he's out of the game. That's he's, right. he's just he's, chilling with his pregnant wife, living the good life. Yeah, where he gets like three seconds to be docile and yeah, happy, right. not kicky. Yeah, and, <laughs> well, yeah, and, she, and we she's get to, pregnant. She's yeah, got we a, get to know she's pregnant. She has a butterfly tattoo, which is very important a mm. thing. It's, it's a thing you must know. It's on her shoulder, though. To be fair, yes, not where a butterfly tattoo normally is. Yeah, but then like yeah. guy from <laughs> inaccurate movie uh, <laughs> butterfly tattoo is in the wrong place. <laughs> but like dude from office from three years earlier shows up, and he's just like, "Hey, you're you're a hunter, Jack. Yeah. You, you know you can't live without this shit." Yeah. Yeah. Stavros resurfaced, and yeah. you're the only guy. No, you want him. You, you can't. You can't retire until he retires, right? And he's yeah. Like, well, and he's well, also just like, you know, you want back in the game. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm having a baby. This is, no. <laughs> But Stavros, I'm very happy. I have uh, a hot wife and a baby. And yeah. <laughs> please don't. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, he's like about to have baby. Uh. Also, my wife makes weird metal sculptures, like in Jaws Four. Yeah, mm-hmm. just weird metal crap that no one is interested in, but they're all over the house. That are all like yeah. dangerous. Yes, like she's going to have to throw them all away as soon as the baby is born. Yes, because baby will kill itself right. on the pointy swan yeah, or right. whatever yeah, it is. It's hard enough to keep a child alive. Right. You don't need sharp objects all over the house yeah it's just like they'll just have tetanus shots like everywhere in the house (laughs) yeah but anyway van damme's like okay yeah sweet let's let's go delta one Mm -hmm. let's go do this thing yeah that's what that's when he has the meeting they go to antwerp 
Yes, they go to Antwerp. Yeah, in Belgium. Yes, um, but they they you know they have a sit down meeting and you know put together guns and talk about well, the plan. And he goes to see Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman first to get the guns. Yeah, his first stop is to oh, go there and okay. get the guns. Yeah, right. to like one of those like street scenes oh, yeah. that never existed well, ever. Wait, doesn't his friend get blown up first or is that after? Oh yeah, well yeah. As soon as as soon as the guy recruits Van Damme, right? He like walks out. He walks into his car, gets in his car, and Mickey Rourke is in the car. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, it's time for you to die." Yep. Like we don't know he's Stavros, but we can assume the way they're talking about Stavros. Yeah, Yeah. he's like, "Stop the car here." All right, see ya. Yeah, I left (laughs) you something in the back seat. Yeah, and it's weird. It's it's a timer that's counting up. Yeah, like he goes fifty eight, and I'm like, oh, he's got plenty of time. Just yeah, get the fuck just, out of the just car, reach it, because he's like, like he don't, you know, he t- he has like a shitty eighties, you know, European car, mm-hmm. and so he like reaches over and of course like hits the really poorly designed, you know, lock mechanism trapping him in the car. And I was like, oh, you have fifty eight seconds to get out. And it's like fifty nine zero, boom. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a fucking ass weird. Well, was this? Mickey Rourke gets to walk away without looking at yeah. it. It, it is a cool, cool guy. Don't look at explosion. Yeah. Yep. But then, like, news of this never reaches Van Damme because he never acknowledges that this happened. So he's oh, just, yeah. he just goes and meets uh, Dennis Rodman, who is Q in this movie, basically. Uh, kind of. Yeah. At least in the beginning, he is. He's because he, he's he's in this club that's supposed to be like, you know, it's that 90s version of, oh, man, this place, they, this place is crazy. Yeah. These people are, man. The dancers are all underwater. Yeah. wearing scuba outfits yeah, isn't that crazy and it's hot? like it's like drag meets the matrix meets i i don't know like hr geeger sure yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but, but, it, but it's just... kind of but it's also got the aesthetic of like the club from hackers right uh, yeah where they all yeah. went where it's all neon everything and well just the 90s was just like this is what future tech is for everything it's mm-hmm. that's the world these people live in yeah um but in the back, like there's a there's a tattoo room because of course there is, mm-hmm. and Dennis Rodman's getting his belly button tattooed or some shit, and yeah. tattoo guy gets distracted and basically stabs Dennis Rodman with the thing, and and Jean Claude Van Damme's like, didn't that hurt? And he's like, no, check this shit out, and like shows him his tongue. Is like mm-hmm. that hurt? It's like okay, great, let's just go get guns now, please, yeah. you weird man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So they go get guns. They just go back to his place and he's got a lot of guns. Yeah. And and I say the the first time we introduced him and he can be he's wearing only what I could describe as like the sail from Prince Prince's yacht. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean it's like yeah. it's purple and billowy. It's I I don't know. And then like the very next time he's just wearing like a silver harness, like I, I don't know. He's wearing like a weird top that like a punk girl would wear in a club right. if she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the belly is oh, cut right, out of it right. you know like it has straps around well, it well, but then if you've ever played any of the dead or alive games uh-huh. basically zach the character in that game is dennis rodman in this movie oh. like every outfit that every stupid weird outfit that you can imagine being in like a tekken type fighting game okay on a character mm-hmm. is what dennis rodman is wearing throughout this movie okay but here's the weird thing. After that scene, Dennis Rodman's gone for like an hour. Right. Yeah. Well, because the mercenaries are like in his lair, right? Like checking out guns. And no, they, no, they he the leaves guns. there and goes to okay. their lair. But he gets he gets guns and they're like, they're guns. They're, they're you know, like, yeah. what is it? The yeah, they make gr- a big deal about the sniper the, rifle. The he got this yeah, yeah, it's like a very, it's a pretty common gun, but they're acting like, oh, my God. Oh, it's a futuristic. Look, it comes in four pieces and you get to snap yeah. them together. And isn't yeah. that cool? <laughs> yeah. I could shoot a bug's dick off with this. Humming, hummingbird's dick. Yeah. yeah. That's what she says. But, yeah, but they're cooler. But they're they're going in with uh you know they're going in to oh, capture him alive. Team. Well, yeah. I was just saying like, like like they're going in trank darts and all this stuff mm. and and well and dude like when they when he brings in Van Damme he's like this is the leader of this mission forget you ever saw him it's like wait that how's that gonna work yeah 
you're going to need him for a few minutes before saying ignore him completely. But right. so, yeah, he comes in and just like, hey, check out this gun. I got it. It's fancy, isn't it? And they're like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's dope. Great. great. See, yeah. I put it together. I know guns. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, OK, let's go to this place and get this guy. And this place is an, an amusement park, yeah. a carnival. I, I don't know. It's, it's fair. But it's a yeah. it's an Antwerp version Antwerpian of Antwerpian fair. Yeah, because it's because it's Antwerp as fuck. Well, it's <laughs> it's kind of like there's a lot of nightmare inducing shit in this because there's like not I wouldn't say you know not plush like you know characters, but there's like giant talking hot dogs that are like plasticky. Like their costumes are more hard plastic and not warm and fuzzy. Like come hug me and take a picture. Well, there's like a giant animatronic Heineken man who looks right. sinister as shit. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I mean, it's like, it's all like hard plastic. Like, look at me. I'm creepy. Yeah. You know, yeah. things. kids are just like, we, yeah. and there's a, there's a goddamn tiger cage just in the middle of like, I mean, like cage to people. There, yeah. there's no buffer zone. Like you could, you could walk, yeah, right you could walk up and put your hand in there and have the tiger bite mm. it off. Yep. And it's like, all right. Um, and there's games and things happening. And yes, there I mean, there's, there's just there's well, there's also people like creepy old style clown makeup and stuff like you the know, whole team yeah. is undercover as various dressed up. Yeah, people I'm just saying like yeah, they're, they're doing like the traditional like Harlequin style like. Yeah, but it's also the whole like, oh, everyone's got a visible earpiece, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like this guy not really this, making popcorn is secretly on the team. Yeah, right. you know, it's and like, it's, OK, guys. it's one of those. <laughs> it, it's just one of those typical like, OK, you're trying to catch the most elusive man on the planet. And so, everyone is looking around like yeah. touching their ears. Yeah. yeah. And so they think they see him and, and Van Damme's like, wait, no. Yeah. That guy's <laughs> using the wrong hand. Yeah. He's stationed with the sniper like up at top of one of these buildings. Yeah. And yeah. And he notices that the guy that they they're like, oh, we got Stavros. And he notices he's using his right hand, but he knows. Stavros is a lefty because mm-hmm. Van Damme knows everything. Yes, right. that's why they brought him along. Yep. He knew this important fact. Yeah, but then they then they <laughs> spot Stavros is lefty. Yeah. yeah, the thing is they spot they they spot Mickey Rourke. They're like, all right, there he is. Yeah, he's over there. And for some reason, he won't let them take the shot on him. Well, only because, because the lady like, shows up. Yeah, the lady's showing up with with a kid, but they got plenty of time for a clean shot. Well, Van Damme's like Van Damme ha- has a soft spot because he's about to have a kid, yeah, so he's whatever. like, "There's a kid in the way who could get shot if you don't do your job right, so don't mm-hmm. take the shot." And then this leads to the entire team getting murdered. <laughs> well, yeah, because somehow Mickey Rourke just knows that they're up there. The tiger tells him. Oh, that's right. The he tiger, looks at the tiger. It's his tiger. Yeah, well, he looks at the tiger. The tiger looks up at Van Damme like they're up there. Uh-huh. And Mickey yeah, Rourke's like, yeah, the tiger tips ah, him off. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So Mickey Rourke immediately shoots shoots the sniper chick like through the eyepiece. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> with, is with it a through pistol. the eyepiece yeah. like, or it's he does it with a with a handgun that is later established to be a full automatic like mm-hmm. handgun and it's like she's at sniper rifle distance it's like no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No, it's all right. <laughs> no. She's actually not that far, though. They're, he is Stavros. But yeah. he threw, threw this, I mean, like, the yeah. fucking end of sniper. Like, yeah. the, the, you know, badass shit. No. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But then, like, Stavros... And also the, also the fact that he was tipped off by a tiger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, well, that's, they're up yeah. there. Don't gloss over that. <laughs> the tiger <laughs> yeah. tipped off Mickey Rourke. Well, and there's also the fact that apparently he has, like, 50 guys undercover in clown outfits <laughs> oh, yeah, as well. Everybody's <laughs> taking their masks <laughs> because, off. Because... Yeah. It, <laughs> suddenly, this is just a fucking bloodbath mm-hmm. everywhere. They're like, they're, he throws a grenade at the tower that Van Damme's in. So Van Damme has to climb along this sign while 20 people are shooting at him. Yeah. None of them hitting him because yeah. it's supposed to be a Bond movie, apparently. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, like, there's just people getting fucking 
just destroyed, like well, all over the place. People are chucking grenades and shit's yeah. blowing up. Meanwhile, there are people, I don't know, 10 feet away, still enjoying the carnival in yeah. this blissful well, state of that, not realizing. That guy had a lot of tickets <laughs> built up on ski ball. He was like, I can't leave now. <laughs> there are just on people roll. on rides and playing games. They're just like, yeah. oh, look over there. Another terrorist uh, well, attack. Let's well, let's think about it. You're on the little ride that goes, you know, it's like a a circular swing where you're facing outward mm -hmm. and the guy operating it goes, Oh fuck, there's a gunfight and leaves. Oh, I know how are you getting off. I like, know, I mean, but at first yeah. it just seemed like, why is this fair continuing? <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah. And then like, well, and then, and also like they just lose all sense of geography. Mm -hmm. whatsoever because like Mickey Rourke suddenly appears on the, one of the, he's on the ride. Yeah. The one that goes back and yeah. like just, it's basically just a big swing. Yes. But, you know, he just appears standing on that. Um, Van Damme at one point when he gets across this billboard slides down a place like an awning and lands awkwardly on a pile of Coca-Cola, which remember that Coca-Cola is very important to this movie. Oh, uh -huh. So he starts slipping like an idiot, but somehow recovers into the greatest head kick I've ever seen mm -hmm, yeah. where he's just like, Van he's, he's going to totally banana peel his way down and then reverses this into a weird kick bad guy in yeah. head. It's yeah. one of those like, you know, the whole body's <laughs> flipping so that when the foot comes around, it's like you think it has extra velocity. <laughs> yes. You know, like it's turbo velocity plus an extra flip. It's like yeah. the best recovery yeah, right. I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. You can't slingshot like that, yeah. but it still looks cool. Yeah. Pretty good. He yeah. caught the wave. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, it's just everybody gets killed. Van, and and apparently now because this is filmed like in such a weird like there's a lot of normal looking action shots, but then all of a sudden there'll be like slow motion or like just weird shutter speeds. But what happens to the the wife and not or the, not wife and kid? She's, of she's Mickey clutching Rourke. the kid, like going, "Oh my god, there's a firefight!" And backs up to the lion cage or the tiger cage, and the tiger goes, Yuck, and just so the tiger killed both of them. The tiger killed the mom, and then she falls down mm -hmm. because she's been mauled by a tiger through the cage. That is, like I said, very unsafe sitting here in the middle of this fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She falls over dead. The kid's like laying there. Stavros comes up and gets him, and then. The rest of the team, not Van Damme, is like, there he is, get him. And they all fire a million bullets. He basically, bullets at him. like, uses, he, he doesn't mean to, but he uses the kid as a bullet shield. Okay. Like, he, he takes a round in the shoulder, and the kid takes, like, the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, oh, and also, <laughs> during this entire scene, something happens, which never happens again, and it's really strange, is that both Van Damme and Mickey Rourke have weird superpowers of vision and hearing to where oh, yeah. they're able mm -hmm. to slow down time and pick out a dude in a crowd who is an enemy mm -hmm. and target them. It's child endangerment vision. I, it doesn't happen anymore. It's because because <laughs> they both, as you will, as you will hear, witness the death of a child. <laughs> right. And so it, it kills the child endangerment. Yeah, they, I, I think it's just that 90s like bullshit. Like everyone was like, I know Bullet time. But and, it was like, yeah. wait. Do they have? Are they superheroes? What's happening here? Do they both have magic blood? <laughs> nope. No, it's just a weird stylistic thing yeah. they do for five seconds. Yeah, and it's e gone. eventually Mickey Rourke gets to. I guess it's kind of like a bank slash ticket booth thing, but it's actually like it's also a hospital. It's like yes, because there's like banks. <laughs> there's like banks of places to check in that look like like you, that mm -hmm. looks like the front of a bank They're where you go to a partitions. Yeah. And, yeah, there's like a row of those, and there's a guy for some reason behind one of them drinking coffee. Mm -hmm. Who Mickey Rourke grabs him and smashes him through the thing. Yep. Smashes the glass in the cubicle next to that. Yep. 
And then there was another goes around the other side to kick in the other side of pane of glass. There, to there get are in there. there are three panes of glass in the front of this that he decides all need to die because mm-hmm. one has the hole cut out where you can make interaction with the person and you know talk to them easier. Uh, so that guy you know gets yanked or pushed through it, and mm-hmm. then he punches one of them mm-hmm. like no harm to his hand, and then he kicks. He like just leans over and kicks the other one. Yeah, and it's just like all right, fuck all the glass. Had to mm-hmm. break all the glass. Yeah. This movie really likes to break break glass. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of the the police story of yeah American kind Van Damme yeah. movies because th- there's at least this sequence because Van Damme finally catches up and he, as soon as he gets inside the building, the lights go out. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, he must be here, right? And they they end up fighting in a maternity ward, mm-hmm. um, where where there there are two maternity wards. There's one where all the babies are, mm-hmm. and then there's a fake one <laughs> that no. that just has extra it's cribs and shit test. in it. <laughs> no, there's like one baby in it and a bunch of other cribs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like they they're, spillover. There's a point where Mickey Rourke is just kind of looking at the baby. Well, because he's also just seen his son dead. Like I think his son is dead at this point. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, because he, you know, you know, he tried to pick yeah. him up earlier. Yeah. And he and like saw. took a he had like a weird uh, Pinocchio classic Pinocchio doll thing mm-hmm. that i i don't know it's it's like one of those things that's like it's symbolic in the movie but they don't give two fucks about it in the movie yeah it does it even come back comes right. back later and they make no, no big deal out of no, it whatsoever no, whatever, you know mm-hmm. like oh remember this or, yeah my son had it on when he died yeah but anyway like he's he's shooting at van damme and basically just like reciting some he's just like yeah my son and how dare you take all the things from me and right. such and yeah and then he's like throwing baby cribs at them, you know, maternity style cribs on wheels. Yes. And like they're fighting over them and around them. Oh. And like, and the whole time we're kind of like, are there babies in these? Cause like they're violently <laughs> flinging them around. Well, and it's like at first, no, we also <laughs> need to mention that the fight starts because Van Damme self defenestrates himself through a window. He does to land on a chair, yes. which slides across the room from which he self defenestrates <laughs> through another window <laughs> to come at Mickey Rourke. Yes, because Mickey Rourke has unloaded a clip into this <laughs> this chair that does not have Van Damme in it, but he sees it roll into the room mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Well, I got to fire all my bullets at this thing." Yeah, so there's two self defenestrations by Van Damme in to get just to get to the room. Yeah. And then and then it's just it's kicking time. Mm-hmm. Time to kick. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of kicking that happens. Yeah, I mean they they fight in and around these cribs, and eventually you get one. It's like, oh yeah, there's definitely a baby in this one. Well, and they're fighting nope. over it. Okay, so there's there's one that doesn't have a baby in it, but Mickey Rourke puts a grenade in it and oh, pushes right. it towards him, and he's like, oh shit! And he grabs this grenade and flings it over to an elevator where there could be a dead guy in it, or he could just be unconscious, but he's definitely dead now. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And what's well, the end of it? Because that. That explosion happens. And Is that the one that? Yeah. Okay. Because the, 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 the actual the grenade was in the crib with the actual baby. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, shit. Oh, that's right. Real okay. baby. So grenade, he turns chucks it, around, chucks it into the into the thing and then shields the baby with yep. himself. Right. And it gets shrapnel in his back. Yes. And it's like, OK, scene over yes. because he wakes up and he's in, as I said, in the plot summary, he's in the colony. He wakes up in this plush bed, and it's welcome a, to the colony. I, it's yeah. one of those things. Like as soon as he's awake, it's like all the automated things start talking to him. It's like you know, you've been retired. Everyone you know thinks you're dead. Uh, you know, if you don't like this, then ten seconds from now, yeah, poison is, gas is going to come out. That's yeah. pretty painless. Otherwise, put your thumb on this. <laughs> I don't know why he's talking like a 1930s radio announcer. <laughs> Good morning, is, is it, 7 Is it Paul Freeman doing the, yeah, it is. the yeah, voiceover? It is. Okay. It is. Yeah. 
He doesn't uh, sound like we do, but all, that's no. just yeah, the voice just, that I had. Yeah. I yeah. decided he needed to be using for right. the rest yeah, of the movie. Say like he puts his thumb on it, like with one second left, and it's like, all right, yeah. no poison gas. You're gonna. So I believe like right after that, Paul Freeman knocks on his door in person. Well, Van Damme smashes his TV oh, that's and right. then yeah. stumbles out the door, so oh. pissed off because he's still he's still pretty messed up. Like he's got a limp, he's yeah. got the head the head wrapped up, all that stuff. There's such a good point of view shot of him grabbing that TV. He's just the angriest yeah. I've ever seen him. Just like smash. Sorry, Jean-Claude. We we flushed out your cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> we put it inside the TV. <laughs> Must get. There's a lot of like hong kong style stuff Mm -hmm. in that like the way shots are framed the way they make the actors play out scenes yeah is very hong kong and it doesn't necessarily work with it's awkward as a blend yeah Mm -hmm. it's you either have to do it all or nothing because halfway is like uh, yeah this is like oh you're doing something cool oh no you're not this is the (laughs) weird i mean mean, there's plenty of weird parts in this movie but this is where the movie takes a 180 and it's like what the fuck are we watching because this is like movie three has started where it's like wait what van damme movie is yeah because we didn't quite understand what was happening in the opening in the cold open we didn't quite understand what was happening there Mm -hmm. and now we're just like what now we're somewhere else because like he smashes the tv opens the door and there's you know Belloc is like there and he's like, hello, like, I've got a golf cart. And look at me. Let's go golfing. And he's like, you're retired now, but we actually do work. So here, put, put on this fancy Omega watch. Yeah. And um, we're a think tank and you can never leave. And yeah. we actually plan all yeah. the other missions. And some guy he tried to assassinate at some point where he thought he had killed him. Oh, well, yeah. Like, there. like right off the bat, he's just like, you know, other spies are here and like he guy, Phoebe Cates is his way out yeah. of the pool. <laughs> he gets out of the pool in like the most asshole way possible because like He's number one. He's swimming with like arm weights on, like you know, like jogging style weights. So and a weight belt and a weight belt. Yeah. yeah. But he he, re- he like Phoebe Cates up to the diving board and mm-hmm. then pulls himself up onto the diving board. Yep. And just gets out that way. And the whole time, like Van Damme's like looking at him, moving in stereo and saying, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh shit! I thought I killed you." And wherever it doesn't matter. Yeah, and, no. and, he, and he's like, "No, I didn't." But you know, and he's like, "Easy guys." And mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. walk over a handshake. And of course, the guy sucker punches Van Damme, which he can like barely walk at this point. It's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, good job, guy." Yeah, yeah he gets catapulted over yeah. a uh, over <laughs> yeah. over the all the pool deck chairs. Yes. Yeah. And eventually, like all the other guy, the old guys are like, "Hey, hey, whoa! This hasn't. There's no clearance for this fight. Stop it! Right? No, nothing like this." And so, like at this point, I'm thinking, is he gonna have to like kickboxer all these people? Like, is this gonna become like a fighting tournament well, where thought, he has to fight his way sudden, out? I thought it was gonna be like Death Warrant. Like he got sent to this prison, and he was gonna have to yeah. fight his way out or whatever. Yeah, it's like there are three yeah, Van Damme but, movies happening in here, and I'm like, well, which one is this gonna be? <laughs> yeah, but I, I didn't think that because all the people are old except for the one guy who sucker punched sure. him. But still, they could have revealed other people behind mm. doors and stuff like, hey, you remember yeah. this guy you thought you killed? Right. It's Lufering. No. But I mean, basically, like after this animosity, they're like, all right, let's show you what we actually do. And they go into this planet Arium and like it's <laughs> like for no fucking reason. They're in this giant fucking room mm-hmm. and it's it's obviously like a telescope room or something. And mm-hmm. they all sit down and they have to put on these bullshit 90s VR goggles. Well, no, yeah. I'm sorry. Only Belloc puts on these 90s VR He's goggles. He's the only one who gets to wear right. those yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And everyone's interpreting the data. And they like they haven't actually explained any of this to, to, to John claude at all it's just like he, he sits down and all this data starts coming up on the screen and somebody like motions down to his arm and he's got he tells him you know put your hand on this little keypad thing yeah which is we desperately need your somewhere. input here 007 right it's just <laughs> yeah. like you know he doesn't know i mean would you know how to use a no. one-handed keyboard keyboard thing no, to do? that's just the thing you rest your hand on sure yeah, but they mind the hand patent 007. <laughs> yeah, apparently there's been uh, North Korea has shot down a South Korean airliner mm-hmm. and they have to figure out what the deal is. 
And they have satellite footage. They have intercepted the black box transmissions. Mm-hmm. They have every piece of evidence they need. Mm-hmm. And they put this shit together in about, in 24 time, they put it together in about seven seconds. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, run that back. Okay, that's what happened. There was a shadow jet flying over there. It did yeah. the thing. Yeah, well, Van Damme, well, the, one who, the press secretary was also, it was like the White House press secretary yeah. was like, yeah. We, yeah, Van uh, Damme figures it out because he says the press secretary's lying. Yeah. It's like, oh, roll it, roll back that footage. Let's uh-huh. look at it again. Shadow jet. Okay, here's what happened. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. Man, and I love the leap is, is they're like, oh, well, clearly the Americans were using that jet as a shield. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So we could do spying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well so, done. Another case solved by the, yeah. the colony. Yeah. <laughs> Huzzah. What, what they do with this. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, Paul Freeman takes him up on a but mountaintop. Man, he gives, but he gives so many creepy looks. Yeah. Like they set so much up. We're like, oh, man. This is all bad news here. This is all bad, yeah. bad stuff. But he, he continues like the tour of the island. Like, he takes him to the bay and he's like, look at this. Look at how beautiful it is on this island. And he's like, those except, lasers will except kill you. <laughs> except there's lasers in the water and shit. So don't try swimming off the island or mm-hmm. even you know, on a boat. Yeah. He well, said the last guy that got out, he lasted 48 hours. Yeah. That was before we had lasers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before we had the lasers. <laughs> yeah. But he explains also that there's one person, there's a handler for each person, but mm-hmm. nobody knows who their handler is, but that person has to keep track of them. And if they get out, then the handler's the one who has to track them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If their behavior seems sneaky, they get handled. Mm-hmm. And and this becomes like almost like a montage of Van Damme planning an escape. Because it's like he just kind of starts working out and at the same time, like it's it's just all in like super fast time. I mean, because mm-hmm. he starts this whole thing where he he builds a contraption out of pieces of his bed. Like he takes like he doesn't have box rings. He has like this like like hammock like it looks like thing. Yeah, it looks like almost like repelling cord. Right. Or yeah. Something. It's like it's not a box spring. It's like it's like a it's like some bungee sort of, cords yeah, to hold your bungee bed cord up. bed yeah. thing. And so he like takes one of those and he like finds a bucket or something and he starts like strengthening his leg. He fills it with rocks. He fills it with rocks and yeah. then and just kicks starts it. kicks rocks. He's he's like using it as weights and then every once in a while we'll just kick the bucket and like. <laughs> No, (laughs) but like rocks are just flying everywhere. It's just the messiest. It's a rock kick. Yeah. But what he's seen is when they get their drops of supplies, Mm -hmm. how this happens. Yeah. Plane comes in, drops thing like a cargo crate off the thing and then does like a modified skyhook thing to pick up stuff that's got to go off the island. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's like it makes a pass around. And, you know, so he's trying to plan like, you know, I'm going to be on the thing that gets taken up with a skyhook. Yeah. You know? yeah so and he's, he's timing like how long he can hold his yeah, breath. Right. And, and despite having a sweet Omega watch, mm-hmm. he times it with a cigarette. Yes. How long it, it takes the cigarette to burn down. Yeah. How, the time frame he has. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's got this fancy ass Omega watch that can yeah. do probably literally anything. It probably at least has a stopwatch function. He must not have wanted them. That to thing know has a full color timed. display on it in 1997. <laughs> it's got a stopwatch. Yeah. Yeah. But he it's must not la- have wanted them to know that he was timing it. That's it's, that it's the last watch you'll ever need. Yeah. And it looks cooler when you can put little lines on the, on the cigarette. <laughs> it's true. Time it. yeah. I mean, good on him for trying it the, the analog way. But yeah, I, yeah, I like to think that it's because he, they were monitoring his watch. Yeah, but it, it becomes almost a training montage. It is. Him but it's planning. It's weird because like half of it seems like planning, like the stuff like holding his breath and stuff like that. Some of it just seems like strengthening and conditioning of like doing the, the bucket full of rocks yeah. and stuff like that. And then it, half of it is just him fucking showing off yeah. by oh, yeah. doing the splits up oh, through yeah. door half frames. Half of it and... is an excuse to have the splits and like, <laughs> yeah. here's Van Damme's balls in your camera. Yes. And then the last 10% of it is him fucking a bathtub. <laughs> he was, yeah, all right. So he was learning how to do deadlifts. I, before he was doing the, the, he was doing the splits on the thing. I wanted to comment because he had this weird routine he did. There was um, like a, almost like a trellis over the doorway. Yes. And so he was doing this thing where he would, you know, kind of do a pull up on it and then like, 
do this split thing where he turned around and then like he was just mm-hmm. like up at the top spinning around and then eventually he was just like did like an inverted sit up thing with no harness whatsoever just put your feet up yeah, on his trellis his feet yeah. up and then like, I was like I mean that's pretty impressive because you know he's basically holding himself up with his feet and his toes uh-huh. you know but yes but he creates this harness with a full bathtub where he's deadlifting the bathtub but all shots therein. He's doing like the end of Bloodsport face. Yeah. While the, he's doing all it. shots of this look like he's fucking a bathtub because he's yeah. thrusting and grunting. And if that it, you can maybe like draw like you'd be like, all right, I'm a perv. He looks like he's fucking the bathtub. But then like he just rests his hands behind his yeah. head like, oh, check out my sweet <laughs> moves. <laughs> and then like I kind of wanted a shot of like from the side where he's just like looking at himself in the mirror like, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what he's doing. He's he fucking totally while watching himself in a mirror. He's totally yeah. doing on Bateman and during that point. Oh yes. my you like god. Phil Collins? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And then he ends, he stops fucking this bathtub by f- just thrusting it down to where all the water just splashes up <laughs> and then he gives like a, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I'm spent. Yep. There it is. Because yeah. <laughs> then, then he comes out of the bath, he pops up out of the bathtub after holding his breath for what seems like we're watching him for like a minute and then looks over at the cigarette and sees that it's burned all the way down and then he, he does a little silent. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's ready he's ready he can do this shit mm-hmm. so he- yeah and he's also during one of their scanning missions or whatever mm-hmm. what what gives him the reason even more so than normal to get off the island is he spots graffiti in one of the places where there's been a bombing that they think stavros is behind right because the wife at one point while crying in the rain gets a phone call from an art gallery who wants yeah. to show off her dumb wireframe art and she's like, what? And they're like, we know you're very excited. Come to Rome and see us. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and, and really, she should know this is a setup because her art shit. Yeah. But I mean, and they, the, like, the gamut of emotions that this actress doesn't show is actually pretty amazing because she's in like the, my husband's dead and I'm about to have a baby who's going to grow up fatherless. And then she gets this phone call. She's soaking wet. She's probably freezing. And then it's like, Hey, it's so-and-so from the gallery. It's your and, lucky day. And like, we're going to make a show about it. And she's like, what? <laughs> like, and yeah. they're like, we know you're excited. It's great news. <laughs> yeah, so she goes to the gallery, and the gallery person's like, oh, you're going to love our owner. Yeah. He's He's been waiting to meet you forever. And of course, it's fucking Stavros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't show him right away. No, but, but eventually. Yeah, everyone knows. I mean, it's right. a movie. Yeah. You know it's Stavros. Yeah. And you know her art shit, so it had to be Stavros. Yeah, there's no our actual gallery showing yeah, her oh, art. Yeah. Please. Please. <laughs> So, yeah, so they're doing one of their weird, like, secret look at all the footage things and figure out who the terrorists are. And he finds there's footage of some graffiti on a wall that says it has a butterfly. Yeah. And then it says, Q, I have your butterfly. Yeah. And he's like, Q, that's my last name. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so and, he has to he lie. To yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, it's copycat. Stavros, Stavros it's, copycat. It's not Stavros. He, he wouldn't have done this. And, yeah. and Paul Freeman's looking at him like. Mm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I followed Stavros before. You. Yeah, yeah, but but, it, but they do establish that it's been like three months, it's four. four months, four long, months. Yeah. yeah, she says it's been four months, and he's also been marking the time off on the wall mm-hmm. at to least her three birthday. months. He's going to escape on her birthday. Yeah. Well, I think the baby's, baby's due date. birthday. 
Whatever. Baby's due yeah. date. That would, that cares? makes more sense, Chuck. I don't care. All right. Could be also her birthday. Uh, well, it could be, sure. But <laughs> maybe they timed it. So I mean, he did draw the butterfly, but I think the mm-hmm. he had the timing down to okay. you know, whatever. Yeah. Who knows? Anywho, either but, way. Like he's you know he's trained. He's ready. He knows that when the plane drops, they turn off the lasers. Guys come out in a boat, and he's going to hold and, his breath under the boat and hook on to the thing that's about to get picked up and just wait and, wait it out. And also, they have to check in in their rooms. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Like I guess every hour or two, they have to mm-hmm. put their thumb on this thing. Well, well when the or when the ship's the there, they, oh, they okay. have to be in the room. Yeah, I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I thought it was like all the time, like a like yeah. lost yeah. like so, minutes or something. He invents like the his own version of the drinky bird, the drinky bird thing, yeah. uh, with a diet coke can and some water and I don't know a straw or something, and then he cuts off his thumbprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sticks That's it the thing with, that they show us with yes. an exacto knife. With an exacto knife. And Where did he get a fucking exacto knife? <laughs> and did sti- he steal it from the crafts room? They like yes. to model things. Well, he had they right- have to be. They, ha- <laughs> they had have to run into the rooms and put a fingerprint <laughs> on the fucking TV mm-hmm. when the plane comes, so that they don't jump in the laser water. <laughs> Maybe it's a reward. But they left him a fucking exacto <laughs> knife and a bucket full of rocks. Yeah. Well, you can get rocks anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but they left him a bucket yeah, okay. and a bunch Fuck. of fucking rope. You're right. The bucket is, <laughs> is weird. <laughs> but yeah, so he sticks his thumbprint to an eraser, uh, which I guess he got from the school store that they have there <laughs> right. on the colony campus. Um, and the commissary you know, times it so that it'll hit the thing, you know, and not release the oh, deadly gas. Of course, gas. he's got it mm-hmm. perfectly down to a science. Yes. It's going it's also going to wait for it to be like three seconds left yeah. on the timer. <laughs> right. Perfectly. Don't do it early. Yeah, for some reason, every time he's got to put his thumb on, he's like literally seconds away from death. Right. Yeah. And also, it's weird that he will run into the room to do it. Like three, two. It's like, well, just stay out of your room. The poison gas won't get you. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just don't go in there. That's where the poison gas is. But he's like... He, Again, like the dumbest way possible, he is up on top of a cliff and he has it down to the timer that he knows when to jump Mm -hmm. because like literally seconds before he hits the water, the lasers turn off for the plane. Yeah. So he's got it down to hits the water, swims over to the thing. He's like underneath the raft where it's going to do the pickup Mm -hmm. um, and is like hooked on and suddenly... uh, there's a scuba diver attacking him, and of course, it's the guy with the has animosity, who's also probably his handler. Yes, and they have an underwater. I would hope so, because otherwise, it doesn't make any it, sense no, for him to be doesn't. there. Of course, it doesn't. But um, yeah, but like they have an underwater fight, and he ends up like knocking him back or whatever, and gets you know takes a couple breaths off. The, so it makes it a little bit more plausible that he's still underwater, mm-hmm. but he gets a couple uh, breaths off his uh, you know tank or whatever, mm-hmm. and. Um, Hooks onto the thing, gets sky hooked up into the air, which nobody sees him because like the the, <laughs> no. the guys in the boats had to take the fuck off because like the lasers are about to come off. He yeah. punched yeah. through the bottom of the of right. the scaffolding yes. thing yeah. and grabbed on with like one hand yep. when the fucking plane sure. sky hooked. But like, right. like <laughs> he perfectly gets sky hooked up with this thing by holding on, and of course like the guy's still in the water and the lasers come on and. I don't know. I guess he explodes. He, 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 he's made of evil and gasoline. <laughs> that because man underwater, exploded. He, he exploded. Yeah. <laughs> I like to assume that it's that it's the oxygen in the tank that explodes. Sure. But he explodes, yeah, which he is pretty explode. good. Yeah. And then Van Damme is just hanging out on a green screen, uh, <laughs> being dragged behind this plane for a while. And the guys that are like bringing in the package are like going very slowly, like. And don't notice well, it. There, there's something. There's something wrong with like the winch. It's not pulling the thing in. Well, fast it's too enough. heavy because it's got a Van Dam on it. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's got a clinger. That's right. 
<laughs> so yeah, but he he brings him in and like very politely asks one guy before throwing him out of the plane. You got a parachute? Yeah. The guy's like, yeah. <laughs> and he gets kicked out of the plane, and it's like, I I didn't mean on. <laughs> I, I just didn't bring I, it with me. I have one. It's in my storage locker. <laughs> yeah. Be more clear with your questions. Yeah. But anyway, he didn't he, ask the other two guys. Yeah. That. He, he just assumed if one had a parachute, they yeah. all have a parachute. But he gets kicks the three guys out that were bringing up the the thing and and hijacks the plane essentially. I mean, mm. we're done there. He's off the island. Yes. That that entire storyline is basically done. At done. This point. Like yeah. He is now back on the mainland and goes and hooks up with Dennis Rodman because yeah. he finds him. Yeah, remember Dennis Rodman? Yeah, yeah, Dennis Rodman, who was in this movie at one yeah, point in time. This is like at least half an hour later. Like At least. I don't know why. I mean, I know he's probably wanted by the people that run the colony, which doesn't make any sense. Is there this weird international... Uh, spy assassin home that lets all people because like I, i'm trying to figure out like why he had a person that he tried to kill staying at the same place this is like interpol retirement plan it's know? once you're retired you're all on the same team i, I guess but <laughs> if you can't leave you might as well all be sure. on the same side mm-hmm. okay they wanted his expertise for the collective I, I know. I'm just saying it's weird that they would put people that have once battled into a retirement home yeah. together. It's, mm, it's, I wonder why. Yeah. I wonder if there's something sinister going on there. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't mm. care. Mm. Um, but anyway, like he, no one does. He has to wait until yeah. the, clo- the club's closed and Dennis Rodman is leaving and he gets on his motorcycle and is about to peel out and uh, John Claude <laughs> has to like pick up the back of the motorcycle mm. and go like, that's hey. why he'd been fucking that tub so yeah. he could lift up the <laughs> yes. yeah. motorcycle. Exactly it all yes. paid off. Yeah. He, he could fuck ju- a motorcycle he, now. He put a Dennis Rodman amount of water in the tub uh, and then was like okay i can lift mm-hmm, this much right. therefore i can pick yeah. up the bike <laughs> sure now but he does and just to like basically like hey remember me and he's like oh yeah you what it's like yeah i want to buy some things we're mm-hmm. closed oh well boom i shoot mm-hmm. the lock off we're open now yes and he basically he makes this deal where he's like look i don't have any money but i've got a mission i got to do i got to save my wife well he doesn't tell you he has to save his wife he's like i got a mission i'm going to give you some cia bank accounts uh, you know as soon as we're done with it i'll give you the access codes and mm-hmm. you can you know charge whatever you want to mm-hmm. that and he's like, all right, cool, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. they go to, where the fuck do they he, go Well, first? he basically, he he has Dennis Rodman get him flown out to his old house. And he's going to parachute in. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna parachute yeah, down. Because he asked Dennis Rodman if he knows how to fly a plane. He's right. like, of course I do. Yeah, I'm so they're going to go see his right. wife and kids. Yeah, but so they're going to, to Italy, I guess. Or no, they're, they're going to his she home. She was in France. France. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, South France. Yeah, she comes yeah. from The France. south of France. Yeah, the south <laughs> of France. <laughs> that was de- as it was described early in the movie. Yes. But yeah. yeah, yeah, but like, so they're flying and, and um, there's a little like brief conversation where they're like, we got a parachute. He's like, nah, I got something better. This is better. I made it. Yeah. And he's like, is it going to work? And we're like, it's wingsuits because wingsuits in 97 mm-hmm. would have still been kind of like new and yeah. interesting. But they jump out the but plane. still need a parachute. They, they do for those to work all yeah. the way. Yes. But they jump out and like have to have really bad. It's not one liners, but like they're bad interaction dialogue as they're mm-hmm. clinging together. And then all of a sudden, Dennis Rodman goes, boom, hit the device. And it's. A giant inflatable ball thing, like basket. basket they ball. get wrapped in a white basketball. It's a basketball, yes. But I'm saying, like in in real life terms, it's one of those like ball within a ball thing. So like you can climb inside of it and then roll around, and you've got a pocket of air. Maybe like like, you, like they you didn't. Think uh, it's that. They don't really show the science behind this. I'm no. saying, like, remember what was it, Jackie Chan's first strike? I think where Maybe. he goes down the mountain and that one of yeah. those things. Mm-hmm. The thing she really that, did. But I'm saying, like, you know, yeah. The thing is, though, is that you don't see this thing land. No, it's. You see it fall, and then you, you see, see them CG on the CG gl- thing falling. Yeah, right. and then you see them on the ground where they're just like taking this parachute uh, made ball contraption off of themselves. Right, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "See, I told you." I, I mean, it, it, all in all, it's just a dumb, dumb, dumbass joke of like, it, "Yes, it's he's, bad." Yeah, he's because- a basketball guy. Remember. 
Well, uh, yeah, because it hadn't they hadn't really done it before this point, but from this point forward, pretty much 95% of Dennis Rodman's dialogue has some kind of basketball related pun or saying yeah. or whatever. And the bad part about that is is that the majority of it is dubbed in in post. Yes. So it's like it wasn't written that way. Some mm-hmm. fucking studio exec was like, he's a basketball man. Put in basketball references because he's the bad boy of basketball. So yeah. say he doesn't like to go to practice mm-hmm. because everyone hates him because he doesn't go to practice. Yeah. Like it's just it's references that for about three weeks would have made sense. And now today it's just like, oh, my God, yeah. I get it. Dennis Rodman actually specifically wanted those references in. Did he? Maybe. <laughs> oh, you're just making up facts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just type that into IMDb, IMDb trivia. Mm, I've already been Dennis Rodman wrote all his own jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so, uh, yeah. also, just get it out of the way. His hairstyle changes every scene. Every scene, pretty much. Like, yeah. I think toward, and hair. if you well, remember the Dennis end, Rodman in the late the '90s, it was yeah. Like, once he gets in his suit, he's okay. Yeah, when but, he's in his suit, I think he keeps green hair for the rest of the movie. Yeah, but yeah. from scene to scene, yeah. Once you get to the climax, yes, yeah. Because he doesn't have time to stop anywhere and change it. Right. But if there's any sort of time that passes, mm-hmm. he has a new hairstyle. Yes. Which means they stop somewhere and he redoes his hair in funky patterns and colors. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like, God damn it, Des Rodman, I'm trying to save some people here. Yeah. We don't have time for your <laughs> shit. But I'm a very precise guy. I tie myself using cigarettes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know about time. Yeah. yeah. But, so, but so Rodman's pissed at him because he wasn't supposed to do the jump with him. Yeah. Okay. And Van Damme's like, was that experimental? And he's like, nah, 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 I've totally done this. I've practiced it before. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but, of course it worked. I but, designed it. So Van Damme goes and he, uh, Superman returns the house where his wife was. And is just like, where's my wife? Yeah. Where's it, my baby. I this must is stalk my, them. This is my favorite scene in the entire movie. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't completely understand this because I guess he's assumed that he missed the birthday. Yes. The baby's been born and that there's a nanny because he sees, well, he's, che- he's looking through the windows and he sees a baby carriage thing and a nanny with like, a lady oh, shit. but i'm saying like and i mean he hears someone call his wife's voice like his voice his wife's name and the the nanny says coming Catherine, or whatever yeah, okay name well is. for a second it was like he doesn't think that's his wife because i mean they don't look anything alike you know, no 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 you know like no. it's just very confusing like he's just like oh yeah i guess there's a nanny now yeah no mm-hmm. but so he goes in walks over to see his kid and it's just a doll with, with a countdown timer <laughs> with a yes. countdown timer <laughs> yes now i <laughs> I don't know what the planning was to like if they were in constant alert mode at this house. That was what I was wondering, because like <laughs> they knew I, he was out. I guess Stavros it, like because as far as the world, his wife, everyone is concerned. Dead. Van Damme is dead. Yeah. But Stavros somehow must have known, hey, it's Van Damme. It's not that easy to kill him. Yeah. So he sent him a so clue. He sent a squad of guys <laughs> and a bomb to just wait at this house. And a, a and, trigger happy and nanny. Think too. about it. Yeah. It's been at least three months. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the wife says four, four months, months since he's died. Yes. How are these guys still on high <laughs> alert after four months? How are they not just like, fuck? Man, I, I would hope that they were just chilling somewhere and there were like proximity alarms or something. Maybe I thought. Yeah. So I thought that on the on the island, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Got an alert. Uh, yeah, he did. He got like seventy-two hours to countdown. Clock. Right, he yeah. was he was the guy's guardian. Which guy? He was Jean Claude Van Damme's guardian. I don't think he. I think the guy who tried to kill him was his yeah, guardian. Yeah, maybe the it, it reassigned guy. him. 
So as soon as that guy died, he became the guardian. Yeah, so. because it said activate, and oh, okay. it gave him a time. All right. Well, so maybe. I think he knew that Jean Claude Van Damme, if he escaped, would go to that house. I think we're thinking like, too no, much no. about motherfucking double team. <laughs> this one's problem. Because I could yeah. swear I r- recognize like other guys from the compound at that house, but. It could just be extras yeah. that all looked alike. The, um, the way the movie plays itself out is basically like Van Damme t- comes home, goes to look at his baby. Oh, wait, there's a bomb going off in three, two, one. <laughs> Perfectly timed. Kablam. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we get our first Van Damme jumping away from an explosion. He demonstrates himself screen. again. Yeah. <laughs> as this house fucking goes up. Yeah. His house gets annihilated. It, it, his house gets nuked from orbit. Yeah. Is, is the only way to describe it. And he leaps onto the raft in the pool right. and turns over and just starts firing. Yeah. Well, at- he, yeah, because as he's jumping out, he sees like 10 guys coming yeah. out of the bushes to shoot at him. Yes. And he's like, all been waiting there for yeah. four months. But he dispatches all these dudes fairly easily for sure. I mean, it's it doesn't take him very long. But then <laughs> the best part about the scene is that the nanny from earlier comes around the corner and is all like Yosemite Sam after the bomb yeah. is like gone yeah. off in her in his face. <laughs> yes. Like she, her hair is all blown up stupid. And, <laughs> and yep. she's just like got dead eyes, but a gun. She's like. I'm going to finish this. And yeah. for some reason, he won't shoot her. No, he's like looking at her and she's like, no, nah, let me look over here. At this guy that's not quite dead. And of course, she starts shooting and he's like, oh, I guess I've got to finish her off. Except in the meantime, she's pulled out a grenade, mm-hmm. uh, apparently a mini nuke grenade, mm-hmm. um, pulled the pen and started to throw it. And that's when he shoots her so that like mid arc, the grenade doesn't make it to him. It falls in the pool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a it's a mini nuke. I mean, <laughs> yeah, either this either, is our second yeah. jump away from the explosion into uh, against green screen. I mean, maybe their pool was filled with jet fuel. I maybe. don't know. I don't I, know. I, it's possible. He did. He was in the pool at one point. Right. So some probably oozed off of him yeah. at some point. But it, this second jump is so awesome because he jumps and then swims through the air like he does a full like almost breaststroke at mm-hmm. one point to gain extra mobility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To get away from the pool explosion. Right. But yes. it's all like terrible CG, like blue screen. Yeah. Green screen. Yeah. Bit, but. And I think then Rodman shows up. like, damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he, won- <laughs> he goes out to his car. He goes out to the car that there's that's there. Oh, and right. And there's a tape just on loop of Mickey Rourke going. Yeah. There's the sound of your baby's heartbeat. He made him like a single mixtape. Yes. It's just like, here's your baby's heartbeat. And come check it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check it out. He's going to die. Yeah, See, that was that was Rourke on that on the tape in the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he left him a postcard, you know, behind the windshield wiper of where the yeah. where his wife is. No. But then another dude shows up but, to, to shoot at him. Yeah. But Rodman takes that dude out. Yeah. After they do like this weird naked gun shootout between the two of them, like peeking over the hood of the car. No, that's later. Is it? Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. But because like and Rodman's just like, I got to protect my investment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because okay, you haven't given me those codes. You're right. Yeah. But and then I, I, I don't know. They're like, all right, I guess we're going to Rome. And I think it's somewhere along the point here where Van Damme's finally like, hey, look, I'm going to get my wife and my not quite born yet child. And that's when Dennis Rodman's like, oh, and like has a change of heart. Like, oh, I don't need the codes. I'm, I'm in it now it's to like, help you. Oh, OK. I had parents. I get it. Yeah. I, I did not know that you were going to be a father. <laughs> right. Yeah. OK, sweet. Let's let's do this because I'm all about newborn babies. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. But he's just he's down with it. Um, and I think this is his last costume change because he's wearing the suit from here on out. I, there might have been one or two more. I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, we, we were 
talking about for way too damn long. Um, yeah, because we're not even in the third act. Yeah, that's yet. what I'm saying. It's like mean, the beginning of the third I'm act. I'm just saying, like, they fuck around in, in Rome for a while. I like they fuck around, like try, like I. They do this whole thing where they're in a square, mm-hmm. and there's like every agency ever. Oh, oh, I remember what it was because he sends out like a, a, a two. Way, a, I thought it was a two way page. Oh, because yeah. it was like an, on a Nokia device. Okay, and it was like he sends out like uh, going to something to catch Stavros, and he's like. Ryman's like, that's on a public channel. Everyone's going to see that. He's like, yeah, I know. And Stavros is going to see it too, but he's not going to know that we know that he knows, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of thing. And he's like, we're just going to, we're not going to do what he thinks we're going to do, even though they do exactly what he thinks he's yeah, going right. to do because he's always one step ahead of him. Because Stavros's dudes well, are in the but, same chat room. Van and they're Damme like, hey, also, Stavros, check and, this out. <laughs> and Van Damme also goes completely stupid once he sees his wife. Sure. Because the wife has gone into labor at this point. But yeah, yeah, she's gone into labor and, you know, he's loading her up to take her to this you know, evil hospital that he's had set up, um, which is like an empty hospital, except for one doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like he's loading her in a car in the middle of the square. There's like eight different countries or, you know, different divisions of people here. There's somebody narrating like, oh, look, there's so-and-so. Look, oh, look over there. There's someone so else. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, there's the regular police and everything. And we see, you know, we finally see Dennis Rodman, like, you know, trying to blend in. He's wearing like a suit. And I think maybe he does have his green hair now. I think just like, you know, but he's wearing a hat, wearing yeah. a hat. Sweet. And, um, but he's also like six foot 10 and the only black person in the scenes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he kind of stands out. He's, he's blending as well as he can. But yeah. he, the best part about this is he walks up to Van Damme, who is now, I, I for lack of a better way of describing, he is now white Kadeem Hardison. Yeah. Like, he, he looks like homeless white Kadeem Hardison. <laughs> like, I mean, he is sitting next to the goth kids on the, by the fountain, and he is wearing this curly haired, like big, like not quite Afro wig, but like it's it's puffed up pretty high. <laughs> it's like a little orphan Annie wig. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's all, he's he's like Kiefer Sutherland from The Lost Boys, basically. Like in the rest of the way he's dressed, like he's got an earring and like you know it's just all like dumb. It's like oh, like for half a second you're like oh shit, that's Van Damme. Yeah, it <laughs> took me about four or five seconds. I was yeah. like oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Van Damme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he looks across the square and like you know he also realizes there are all these teams here. Sees his wife in the car, like hanging out the side, like, oh, I'm, I'm in labor. And, and is, immediately just loses his damn mind. He's like, Karen, or whatever the hell his name's like, yeah. Karen. Yeah. And she's like, what? Yeah. And, and, and even Rodman's like, dude. Dude, what do you do? This no. is exactly what he wants you to do. <laughs> yeah. So he runs over and, and tries to. Yeah, and of to- course, the car takes off immediately as yeah. soon as like Van Damme shows who he is. And he runs up, and there's Mickey Rourke standing there, like, hey, buddy. Yeah. Nice to see you again. Yeah. I took your wife to the hospital. She's going to have your baby. And then I'm going to kill that baby. And I'm going to kill the baby. <laughs> or, yeah, he goes, he, I'll send you an invite to the christening. You might want to wear black. Because <laughs> I'm going to kill it. Your baby. Yeah. Yeah. And then fucking chaos reigns. Down. It's just everyone's getting shot and like yeah. horses yeah, are running like, all over the place. And then, also, like I know that there's agencies all over the place, but like there's a dude walk, like on a horse just mm-hmm. going around and he just suddenly like machine gun time yeah he's like fuck everybody yep. and just starts shooting everything so of mm-hmm. course everyone's shooting everyone else it's just like the friggin carnival scene again right. yes and yeah. i think that scene just kind of ends yeah it does it, they just kind of get away well, and, and well make your work pops up out of the crowd he wasn't even in the car to begin with he's yeah. just like i knew you'd be here and then i think i think dennis rodman or other chaos intervenes and separates them i honestly don't remember how, how van damme just kind of runs away because this yeah i think he thinks the sniper is going to shoot him hmm but he runs away and ends up intercepting the sniper when the guy when he yeah, leaves that's what it was. He sees the building the and follows him. Oh, he does a whole thing where he's like, "There's there's also a wedding going on and all those chaos." Yes. And yeah. he gets on the carriage that, that's supposed to take away the wedding party, mm-hmm. and he's like riding between the horses, and basically gets away. And then 
goes to the hotel. He's following the sniper and goes back to the hotel. Yeah. The guy's like, all right, you know, sniping's done. I'm and going Rodman's back to the kind of following that guy, too, yeah. and gets in a fight with this other dude where, again, windows get smashed in a car. The guy's like trying to shoot him in the car. Right. Robin fights him off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, then, is, this is a naked gun okay, gunfight, right. I believe. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, they shoot above. The, like the guy shooting the car. They, it's interesting to note that Rodman never shoots at any people. Mm-hmm. He tests one of the guns in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. on a dummy, but he never shoots anybody or right. anything. He just He's also not point. actually shown firing that gun. They show like, yeah, it's a weird thing. I noticed that mm-hmm. that P90 in the, in, in the beginning, they showed him from like, clavicles up and, and it, had gun noise it and was then they obviously showed... not him because like he's not like i mean i don't care how good a shape you're in your face is going to shake a little bit when you're firing an automatic weapon but i mean he's like he's just there's also gonna dead. be like fl- yeah there's gonna know, be flashes flash and, and light change. i mean it's, it's just weird. just his face like yeah. no gun face just but... i meant to look for that in the rest of the movie mm-hmm. because it, i don't know if dennis rodman was just like no guns i don't do yeah, guns it, or, or it was or probably something like part of his agent was like no you we can't you yeah. can't do this you know insurance paying or something you yeah. can't actually be shown yeah shooting guns well, wasn't he one of those people who, like did some like insure some stupid thing for something sure well i mean i think wasn't he like one of those people who, like you know i don't remember what the hell it would have been but... insure his dingus for a million dollars you know, like, or... well i mean like people do this shit like oh, oh they yeah. insure yeah. Their legs, i'm known for right. my boobs so they're insured yeah. for tina turner insured her legs right yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, don't I just think i thought maybe he did. i, I seem to remember rodman did that like i thought I maybe what... it was more like he had a gun in an airport at one point oh, and there were pending charges and uh, during the production of the movie that makes more sense but yeah but either way he does like they go out of their way to never have him yeah Yes, he's an arms dealer and never used being. Yeah, and is also chased a lot mm-hmm. by people with guns, mm-hmm. but ends up fighting them. And eventually, this guy he picks him up and throws him into a passing like a van that's passing by, throws him through the window of that, and goes, "Man, that should be worth a five pointer." Yeah, yeah, whatever the fuck that means. The stunt is good. The dubbed in joke is bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but. We're in for probably, I think, the best action scene of the movie is once he finally follows this. It doesn't make a lot of sense because he follows this assassin up to his room and there's another guy there that apparently has animosity for the assassin. Like, I don't think they're on the same team. It didn't seem like it seemed like they saw each other and started to fight. And then John Claude stepped in. So I don't really know who this other guy is, but there's an Asian dude in this guy's room, like waiting for the sniper. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if his mission was just like sniper's going to yeah, do his job and then take him get, get rid of yeah, him. Well, but. Because as soon as Van Damme is in the hallway with the sniper, that guy... Yeah, he's just like, hey. And he suddenly has the gun case from El Mariachi, where it's yeah. just like his, his case for his gun becomes a gun. Yeah. And he's just firing it wildly. And it cuts to like... Your gun cases aren't gun cases? No, they're not. <laughs> no. Yeah, sorry. I guess I should work on that. Yeah. Um, you bought the wrong cases. But they uh, like they show down to like the hotel lobby, and like mm-hmm. they seem so like European and nonplussed by it. They're just like, oh, I think there's a gunfight going mm-hmm. on there. You know, like, <laughs> They're like, oh, it's Stavros yeah. again, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, why does he keep staying in this hotel? Mm-hmm. Anyway, but like he fights the guy in the hallway a little bit and ends up like kind of throwing him into the room and knocking him out momentarily, mm-hmm. giving him a chance to fight this other guy that yeah. was in the room. Yeah, immediately and, the other guy's attacking him. Yeah, and the, this is this like... This guy's pissed. This guy is like in the like... I don't even know what you would call it. It's like this... Like, I almost call it like the strong style of wrestling. I mean, it's just like every move is like designed to look like it really hurts. Like everything mm-hmm. is like maximum. Well, this yeah. is when it becomes full fledged Hong right. Kong action. Movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And like it gets to a point where like he does this thing where like he kind of slips out of his loafers and flings them both at, at Van Damme, <laughs> yeah. which I was like, you know, who throws well, a shoe? But, it's you know. pretty cool, though, because, yeah, 
he does the shoe throwing, but he also he's like throwing chairs at him. Yeah, and like they're jumping over tables. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really it's a really well filmed scene. Yeah, it's it's like apparently Sammo Hung was brought in for some of this. Yeah. yeah, so it's like okay, yeah, I think we know what he worked on right. with this movie. But it's just it, funny because like during this entire scene, Van Damme has a look on his face like I have no beef with you. I don't know who you mm-hmm. are. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I, I may not be good enough to actually do this. Yeah. I mean, like, Van Damme's good at splits and shit, but, like, this is, like, real-time, like, badass kung fu shit, which I don't know if Van yeah. Damme's on that level. But but you this know? guy, he takes his shoes off after kicking them out of Right. And puts a switchblade between his toes. Well, no, he doesn't even put it. It just appears. It's just there. Yeah. It's just, like, something like, you know, like, like, he, like toe knife, yo. Yeah. How did he walk around all day with I, that? Like, had to hurt. Man. <laughs> but, yeah, so he is attacking him. You know, it's like the shoe fight in from Russia with Love, except it's this dude, and mm-hmm. he's barefoot. Mm-hmm. And he's holding the knife with his, between with his, his big toes. toes. Yeah. Yep. And if there's a window to go through, they will go through. Oh, oh yeah. God. They yeah. smash so many fucking but windows. What's kind of great, and I don't really understand how or why this works, but there is a point where... Toe knife guy loses his knife mm-hmm. and it apparently sticks perfectly in the wall because assassin guy wakes up, basically comes in the room and gets kicked by the Asian dude into the knife yep. mm-hmm. and he's is done. Dead. Yeah. Toe, <laughs> yeah, up, well, toe up from the flow up. Yeah, because yeah, he's trying to strangle Van Damme with like the it's not the fiber wire, but it's like three of them. It almost looks like like a workout thing. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's got it around Van Damme's neck and eventually I think that's actually like some kind of saw. I think that's actually a style of yeah, like a, I don't know what you call it, like a band, not a bandsaw, but I think that's actually like a sawing mechanism. Yeah, that, well, either way, it's trying. He's trying to saw Van Damme's neck. Yes, and they and he eventually saws through the the brick behind or the uh, the door behind him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and is able to just knock that guy out from that. I guess. Yeah, but it, yeah, again, it just kind of ends, but it's like a it's a good sequence, and then it's just kind of over, and he meets back up with. Yeah, well, that, that's where he goes. Like, All right. Apparently, their arranged meeting place was he had to go to like this monastery where there's monks there and the monks mm-hmm. are like, Oh, uh, it, you know, he's like, Hey, uh, my friend told me to, and they're like, Shh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brother Zach or whatever yeah. his name is. Brother Zach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's, he's a good friend of us. He, he's like, he's leading him down through the catacombs and like, I just realized you just, you amalgamated both their names. It's Yaz and Zach. Yeah. Or Jack. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. So, I so you made Zach. I did. Um, he, he there he's leading him down through the catacombs and he says something like and you know he set us up with this dope ass <laughs> <laughs> don't say dope he did not say dope chuck <laughs> he's saying says, dope he says like pretty sweet motherboard mainframe yeah. something yeah, he, or other yeah he set us up with this motherboard or this mainframe system that you'd have to see to believe yeah and we do see to believe because we go down into the catacombs <laughs> part of this like first they walk by like i mean this is like catacombs like yes. there are mother there are bones of the wall and he's like, literally, there are he's, skulls. He's like, who is that? That's like, that's her former brothers and stuff. And like, yeah. he leads them through like this candlelit hallway. And all of a sudden, you walk in this room in the catacombs, and they have, like, they have a '90s pillar. Yeah, I don't, boom, I don't, '90s badass computer I don't, pillar. I don't know what else you call it. It's just, it's, it's cage, and there's monitors hanging off of it, askew. And it's like like pulled out of their cases. Like every, They're just the tubes, and it's every '90s like hacking control room, yeah. like underground hack the planet sort it, of it's yeah. hot bullshit cobbled together bullshit everywhere. But they're trying to use the mainframe, and brother whatever his name is is trying to like get on and look up the information. Like they're trying. He found in the um the room where he went, or where Stavos had been staying with his wife. He found a prescription label hanging on the mirror. Obviously, as a yeah. clue. Um, so they're like. Uh, whatever we'll hack the Gibson and we'll get you know your wife's name and and doctors and see if we can put it together where where she is right and like in the middle of all this like ninety seven porn pop up pop pops up, up on it come, yeah. uh, comes up on the screen and like all the monks are like ooh yeah and he's like internet internet <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha. 
And then, yeah, it's like they get, you know, obviously they're like, oh, she's in this hospital. Well, they get like a ping from somewhere else. And it's a quick shot of the colony. Mm -hmm. And you can see like, okay, Paul Freeman has sent this information along. Yeah. With like the pinpoint location of the wife. It's like she's here. And he sends them a little coded message back, you know, like. Thanks Thanks for the blessing. Yeah. Brothers, you know. (laughs) So. But. And then the guys are kind of like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, "All right, go." Yeah, so kill it's, the- so it's suddenly like the, it it went from being like the sinister. Oh, we got to track this guy down and murder him to mm-hmm. like, ah, he's a good dude. Let's yeah. help him. Yeah. He blew up that guy that was a dick. <laughs> right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. But so this leads that they're like, "All right, well, yeah." They, I mean, they go to the hospital. Like, baby's already been born, and everyone's left. Mm-hmm. Like the doctor and his wife are like the only ones left there. I think one bad guy. Yeah. Well, um, Mickey Rourke has told them, you know, okay, uh, the baby's mine. Yeah, we're taking as soon as we leave the room, kill the two women, which is the doctor and the and the wife. Right. And like, of course, they bust in or John Claude bust in right at the time, finds the doctor, you know, almost kills her because he's like, who are you? And um, bad guy comes in. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It starts with bad guy comes in and is going to shoot them both. And the doctor takes. Well, the 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 wife, his wife sees something and grabs a scalpel off the table, stabs him in the back. And then the doctor produces a gun out of her purse and shoots him Mm -hmm. and saves Mm -hmm. the day. Um then, then they bust in and basically, like, you know, he's now rescued his wife. His wife knows he's alive. And Dennis Robinson's like, leave her with me. I'll take care of both of them. Like, you know, you go get your kid. It's it's a weird reunion between. Yeah, the I mean, two it's, of them. It's, it's like it's super fast. Like the movie's like, all right, you know. Well, pick, there's pick also the like a lot of fight scenes outside where Dennis Rodman gets his own fight scene, beating the hell out of a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. Right. Which we're trying to we were trying to figure out if they found a stunt double that, that was tall enough to be him. I think they just filmed it well if, enough to yeah. hide his. They filmed his skill set and hid the rest, right? Basically, yeah. so it was well, lo- they did a good job yeah. because he looks it looks pretty convincing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, like, he's reunited with, or reunited with his wife, and like, but they're done. Like, uh, she's yeah. safe now, and like, uh, I, I don't think go. she, I don't think she shows up in the rest of the movie. Nope. nope. Um, because but, like, because then he's just like, "Where is my son?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, it's not, I don't think it's like like the Coliseum, but it's a Coliseum. No, yeah. it's meant to be the Coliseum. Okay. But it's not. obviously not. <laughs> it's right. The, it's a Coliseum yeah, yeah. because the Coliseum does not have anything in the middle of it that would resemble anything like a a fighting pit. No. Right. Yeah. Isn't it like rotted where the yeah. under you, like the, the flooring is gone because yeah. there was yeah. the underground. Like part you of it. see yeah. all the underground yeah, the, stuff. Yeah, you can't go in there. Right. Yeah. Um. But like they're in this Coliseum, the Coliseum apparently, and um, he walks in. Like basically, he walks in, and it's all a trap. Mickey works like standing in the middle of the Coliseum with the baby right next to him, and all these little metal crosses on the ground. Mm-hmm. And he walks in and he's like, you know, yep, uh, landmines. Or actually, I don't think he tells him about the landmines right away. He's just like, yeah, I, I'm glad you accepted my challenge. I, I hope you're up to it. Mm-hmm. Here it is. <laughs> and he's, I assume, I'm going to assume it's the same tiger from the beginning of the movie. It, that's it, his oh, buddy. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's it's his tiger. Yeah, his tiger. Uh, his it, tiger. it killed his wife, so he was able to claim it from, yes. from the Antwerp. If it, his, if it was his tiger the whole time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, he brought it there. Oh. It was his he took it to Antwerp. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I didn't see. All right. That's the ultimate uh, henchman is the hench tiger. I see. So, okay. This, okay. But this has also started. A tiger henchman. This has also started the weird trend in the last half of this or the last third of this movie to where everyone's taking their shirt off. Like, yeah. Mickey Rourke takes her shirt off, yeah. and he's fucking jacked, even though he barely does anything. Right. He's he's ripped. And then later, like, during one fight, Rodman takes his shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, hey, let's all take our shirts off. It's, it's like, no, well, stop. Yeah. They all have <laughs> a history of taking off your shirt. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Mickey Rourke is just standing there fucking ripped 
you know, mm-hmm. and his face is all fucked up and getting puffy and, you know, because he's Mickey Rourke and that's how his face is progressing. But like the rest of him is just like, good God, this, mm-hmm. this man. Uh, but yeah, so he reveals Tiger. Right. And then it's just like, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I think Van Damme's like kind of like dancing around. Like he picks up the baby and he's like, I'm out of here, I think. No, well, no, I'm sorry. He no. leaves the baby. He leaves the baby. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> he leaves the baby to get eaten he by leaves, a yes. tiger. Yeah. So, and Van Damme was like, oh shit, I got to get towards the thing. He's like, oh, by the way, there's uh, those crosses, there's landmines there. Yeah. So watch your step. So watch your step. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. And the tiger's like, I'm going to eat this baby. Yeah. The tiger's <laughs> like, mm, baby. I'm going to. I smell baby. Eat this baby. <laughs> Right now. And straight, like, beelines for the baby. And, of yep. course, you know, John Claude's, like, running up, grabbing the baby, and then proceeds to run from the tiger. No, he kicks the tiger. Oh, that's right. He kicks the tiger. <laughs> I think Dennis, oh, the, yeah. Dennis Rodman rides in on a dirt bike, grabs the baby, and, like, while well, the whole time, John Claude's like, there's landmines. Like, <laughs> yeah. eek, careful, landmines. landmines. Yeah. And um, Rodman, for some a, reason, doesn't take that to heart. He just keeps looping oh, around he, this he place. He does, like, three laps around the Coliseum <laughs> and, then, and then decides to get out of there. Yeah. It's like, dude, landmines. Um, but Van yeah, Damme's but, like, "Hey, tiger, but, yeah, kick!" But <laughs> yeah. like Chuck said, Van Damme kicks a tiger. He does. He, cut he fucking he jump a kicks a tiger in the face. Yeah, and the tiger's not having it. No, and then he has to run away, and he's <laughs> running through the coliseum, and the tiger's like, "Oh I, yeah." I just realized something. John Woo's first American outing. John Claude punches a snake. Mm-hmm. And Troy Hark's first American outing, he kicks a tiger. Yeah, you yep. gotta one up him. <laughs> you gotta just yeah, one yeah. up everybody. Well, I'm, I'm just wondering if, like, you know, if another Hong Kong director had come to America, cast John Claude, would he kick, like, another style of fighting? Well, we need to watch you have Snake and we Tiger. We need to watch that Ringo Lamb movie, yeah. the cover up or the, the one on the boat oh. with Rob Schneider. Okay. I'm just saying, like, is he gonna kick another animal that's, that's, also, what I'm that's saying. also a karate that's, style? That's the other guy. That's yeah. Ringo Lamb. So, yeah. you know. There you go. <laughs> Maybe he kicks a crane. Just for no reason. Yeah, sure. Crane just kick. a crane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um, Tigers chasing Van Dam all over this place. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Rodman stashes Rodman a baby is, yeah, in, a, in a like a little alcove, and mm-hmm. it's like, he says, I'll be back for something. Like, wait reason. here, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait here, like 10-minute-old yeah. baby. Like the baby's just going <laughs> to crawl away. Nope, I got this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, like, I don't know. He disappears for a little while, and then how does he dispatch the tiger? Oh, that's right. He kicks, like... The flooring that the tiger was on, and he mm-hmm. falls and he eats a henchman. Yeah, yeah, because there's a henchman shooting at Van Damme yeah. from there. And, and then and Rodman Ward- beats up the other henchman. Who? Yeah, there's a fight there. Yeah, he beats the hell out of this who, other. Who henchman. was the one that he had the fight with in the taxi yeah. earlier when he ended up throwing him through a van window? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But and so they end up back in the Coliseum. Mickey Rourke is in there, and and John Claude is chasing him around, and the tiger's also in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. They uh, he Mickey Rourke starts laughing. He's like, "Ha ha! Look at where your foot is, idiot!" And you know, Van Damme looks yeah, down. Yeah. He's well, standing he's... next to a cross, and he's like, "Oh, fuck. yeah." Well, I mean, they they they've fought for a bit before this. Mm-hmm. Sure, like they were fighting in the hallway. They right. were fighting like they get in a pretty good brawl. Yes, two stuntmen are fighting the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. They're kicking each other's kicks, which look I... painful as shit. Yeah, but I I think it's Mickey Rourke for a lot of it because he's he's fighting like a boxer. Okay. Like the yeah. way he's throwing his punches and the way he's standing is way more like a boxer. So mm-hmm. I tend to think that Mickey Rourke was like, no, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. There was I'm one scene it. where it's clearly a stunt double because like they went yeah. over a ledge. Oh, yeah, when they go like, over the ledge. That whole you know. thing, it's like, okay, that's not Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like, you know, Van Damme steps next to the cross and Mickey Rourke's like, ha ha. And then like he takes like one step and a click. And he's like, what? Yeah. And that's Dennis Rodman salters and he's like, Hey, I know you spent a lot of time putting these mines and these crosses in, but uh, I moved some of your crosses. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Rodman got stuck on one earlier. Oh, yeah. But he but, was able to defuse it because he's Rodman. And right. he, he has special. He's an arms dealer. He has tricks. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, he somehow diffuses it. Can't so, hide things in because, the dirt and stop because him. He's when the they, worm. I love that when they started their their fight, they both jumped over Rodman mm-hmm. to like kick each other. Yeah. They're like, okay, don't move Rodman. And then they're fighting around him. Yeah. It's like, maybe don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe get away yeah. from him. But yeah, but so they tricked Mickey Rourke into stepping on the landmine. Yeah. And worst of all. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, you know, and the Van Damme's like, let's go get my baby. Mm-hmm. And and meanwhile, also, Balak has shown up and is like just lurking around. Yeah. So we don't know what's going on with him mm-hmm. at that moment because he's kind of right. slinking around. But but so Mickey Rourke is just kind of stuck staying on the landmine. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, By the way, Tiger's back. Well, Here's he has like, he has the opportunity to be like, fuck it. I'm going to take us all out. But he doesn't. And then Tiger kind of is like coming in behind him. And he's like, oh, yeah. Hey, there's your friend. Bye. Mm-hmm. And so they leave. Go get the baby. And like they're kind of frantically like, where's the baby? Where's the baby? You know, looking for him. And he's like, it was right here. And, and they grab him and start like running out towards the thing. And as the tiger well, Balak shows up with the baby. Yeah. I he, thought that was outside. No, no, he's, no. Balak's he's like, he's like, I'm here. I got it. Yeah. He's like, I got this. Yeah. Oh, Jack, here's okay. your kid. Let's all go before yeah. this place oh. goes up. All right. Yeah. So, but like they're running towards the exit and the tiger is now getting closer to Mickey Rourke and he's finally like, fuck it. Foot off the landmine. Let's- he's like crying. Sure. Yeah. He has this really weird look on his face. Like, I, I don't. That may just be the way his face is. Yeah. Like it, it's weird, injury. but he's like, <laughs> he's like almost crying and yeah. he's like, yeah, fuck it. So he blows himself up. Mm-hmm. Yes. With the tiger. Right. Tiger, tiger. Tiger brain. was made of a nuclear device of some kind <laughs> yeah. because this place starts to go just, it, it, it lights up. I mm-hmm. mean, it, everything oh is going God. up. Like everything that could explode, uh, stones, yeah. anything. Yeah. They but, are running down a back hallway full of Coke machines. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, just full, full of Coke machines. Full yes. of CG like, there's Coke like machines. Dozens yes. of them. Yeah, there's like at least five of them. Like, yeah. like this was a functional actual coliseum that like yeah. had yeah that they were stocking thousands <laughs> of football fans coming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so at one point they uh, have to get in front of a Coke machine, which they then use for the remainder of the scene to block the nuclear explosion from killing them all. <laughs> Yes. And they basically kind of slowly ride the front of the Coke machine out to the front of the Coliseum mm-hmm. as the explosion billows outward and then finally dissipates. And that's just like, when they caught the wave. Yeah, I see. That's okay. Yeah, no, that's all right. Pepsi. Oh, wait, I thought it was catch the wave. Isn't that Coke? Is it? I don't know. Who knows? Isn't Coke's a thing, a wave, a swirl? Maybe. Isn't that a real logo? Sure. Yeah. It's right underneath Coke. I thought it was a wave. You're right. They caught the wave. In Max Headroom, catch the wave. <laughs> it was Coke. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Catch, yeah. the, catch the Coke. Catch the Coke. All right. Anyway, they rode a fucking Coke machine to safety. <laughs> yes, yeah. they did. They, they nuked the Coke Three machine. of them and a ba- three men and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ride a Coke machine to safety yep. in front of the Roman Coliseum. Right. Yep. And there's Ted Danson's well, cut out cardboard ghost. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, just flames licking around the side of it. Uh-huh. Yep. Just. It's a CG nightmare. They may as well have climbed in a fridge and been blasted miles. Yeah. And then just kind of walked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, then they're like, well. <laughs> yeah. Be- Belloc for like a half a second is like, well, you know, I see I've got you now, gun. Yeah. And Dennis Rodman produces his lucky coin that he kept next to his lucky detonator and his lucky C4 <laughs> yes. uh, in his, his lucky pocket. Plastic and he's like, hey, look, I got my lucky, you know, coin. Let's try this. And he throws it and it suddenly becomes a ninja smoke grenade. Mm-hmm. And Van Damme's like, you know, bye. Yep. And, and 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 then it's just like they have this like well <laughs> I guess you got me with that tricky coin yeah. you know why don't you and me Shucks. have adventures now <laughs> and he's like toodaloo and Dennis Rodman's like yeah toodaloo yeah whatever he- <laughs> yeah instead of doing the fist bump thing that they've done which we haven't even brought up no we haven't <laughs> he and Van Dam do a fist bump where they 
they double team fist bump, bump fists, and then they twist it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's opposite fists, like thumbs opposite, and then one of them when they bump fists turns it the other way. Yeah, it's. I thought it was like sideways to straight up or something. I don't know. It's it's horizontal to yeah, vertical. Is thought. it? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was they also. Opposite, I thought clockwise. it was opposite hands the other way. Well, I think no. I think it was like opposite hands so that you get like. Well, no. Turn it the right way, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know the secret. This place is so because yeah. This place so well. Because you got to go. I did it right. <laughs> audio form this wow hey you brought it up <laughs> well it's an important part of the movie i'm sure there's an animated gif of that's yeah. dumbass handshake oh i'm sure but no they basically just bump fist and then twist it yeah but robin doesn't know how to fist it and twist it <laughs> yeah doesn't know how to say toodaloo when Bullock tells him toodaloo fist it and twist it that is yeah. the new slang mm. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> What's gross about that? Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm talking you just about... take your fist and you, you fist slam it? it up against another yeah. fist and then you I twist, also it. Like you twist to, it. I also like to call it the bump and grind because <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Both work. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. It's wholesome. Just a little bit. Mm, yeah. Wholesome. Yeah. But so it kind of ends with Robin going, man, they're going to blame me for all this. Yep. Guess it better credits. Leave. Guess I better start sort of sing over the credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll introduce this song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the credits start, and there's a song where Rodman is rapping while Crystal Waters is singing, and uh-huh. it's not good. No. no not good at all. No. No, and like, Rod, I like that Rodman has one verse, and he says it like two or three times. Right. Well, his performance in the song is like his his role in the movie, in that he shows up at the beginning, and then he's absent for the entire middle of the song, mm-hmm. and then pops back up at the end like, hey, remember me? Mm-hmm. I'm Dennis Rodman. <laughs> and I was, this, I was actually, as we were listening to it, I was like, is this the point when he was dating madonna i because i was like he right basically now. did dennis rodman's covers vogue for double team yeah because mm. i was like half expecting the lines to start being like you know dennis rodman john claude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been but better it is not a star rove no no no, 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 no. nothing related to the no, movie no, no, whatsoever no. nope the soundtrack is pretty awesome though it's like it never quite gets to where it's going it's every mid 90s like man there's action so we need some whale and guitar riffs like in the cheesiest way possible. Yeah. Which works for this. Yeah. It's it's just it's it's, just, it's earnest enough that it's like, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. It's not all terrible dance music, I'll say that. No. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, um, no Stargo. Yeah, no ancillary awards, I don't think of any kind. Nah. Nah. Uh, but now we actually rate it. Mm-hmm. Long, long overdue. <laughs> yeah, we talked for that a lot. Yeah, a sure. whole lot. A real lot. That's a lot to talk about. There's a lot in this movie. It's there's crammed. a lot going on. Um, I'm going to go four jocks. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. I We were laughing and cackling a lot. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of fun stuff. And the fighting isn't as terrible as I was expecting it to be for, you know, a movie from 97 with Dennis Rodman in it. <laughs> you know? Yes. But just it gets the jocks for the sheer number of explosions and the sheer number of defenestrations in this movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get to five or it's, it's not even close to a five. I'll just say that because it's like incoherent through most of it. Yep. It's just kind of like, all right, here's an action scene again. D- don't think about why we're here, or what we're doing or where everybody is. Cause geography, we don't understand that either, but <laughs> still a window's going to get kicked out. A dude's going to get kicked through it. All that stuff. So, yeah, I I thought it was a lot of fun. That's why I gave it four jobs. <laughs> is it? Is that why you gave it four That's, jobs? Okay. It is. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Good. Good explanation of the rating system. Yeah. Um, better than mine. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give it three jocks. 
I pretty much agree with everything you said, although I think it's... Although less so. Yeah, it, it's just, it's so incoherent. I mean, it's like... I, I, I understand some... I understand a lot of Hong Kong cinema's style over substance. I, mm-hmm. I get that. I mean, I've I've experienced it, but yeah. and and this weird hybrid, it, it doesn't work. But there are bits all throughout this thing that do. Like there, there mm-hmm. will be a scene where it's just like, man, everything about that scene. Yes, let's do that again. Um, and Rodman is not. I, I did. I figured I was gonna hate him. Just absolutely oh, yeah. fucking hate him. And he's mostly okay it's yeah. it's the fault of whoever decided to dub in all those basketball jokes those are terrible mm-hmm. i don't blame him for that i there were scenes where i thought he was holding his own quite well and there were other scenes where he seemed like he was in way over his head but um he definitely seemed like he became more comfortable in movies after this because like i mean he was much more charismatic in uh cutaway cutaway yeah I mean, it was just more like well, more relaxed. Like, I don't have to be Dennis Rodman. He seems super you know, laid back. Like, I, don't he, hashtag, I don't have to be hashtag Dennis Rodman. Yeah, he was you know? like, yeah, I, I look just, at me. <laughs> I could just be Dennis Rodman. Yeah. So, you know, I a lot, man, 90s Van Damme is just so up and down. It could go either way. This one, I think, is is dumb fun instead of just dumb. Mm-hmm. And dumb fun is what I want. So I would recommend people see this because it's like there's like at least six things I could point to and go, mm-hmm. man, and then this, you need to see this. Yeah. Like, like story-wise, I feel like they could have cut out the entire section on the Island in the second act. Sure. Like literally cut it all out. Mm-hmm. But that gave us some of the funniest stuff that we laughed the most at. So it's kind of like, nah, let's leave that. That man fucked a bat yeah. up. <laughs> and then he blew up his rival with lasers <laughs> after the guy tried to drown him with a plastic bag while he was already underwater. Cause why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> just suffocate that guy yeah. while he's underwater. Yeah, suffocate him while he's underwater. That, <laughs> in case the water doesn't work, let's hope the bag does, or vice versa. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you thinking about getting some oxygen while you're under here? Yeah. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> got some CO two for you. Yeah, I got this anti gill spray. I'm going to put on you just God, in case you were thinking about fucking dumb. But it's fun. Anti Jean Claude Van Damme bat spray. Yeah. Right. So some yeah, days you can't just get rid of a Van Damme bomb. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's bad, but it's enjoyable. Yep. You're going bags. I can see it in your I, face. I can't go bags. It would break my rule. Um, you can't have this many explosions and defenestrations and go bags. <laughs> so, I mean, I've, I've said that many a time. Mm-hmm. You're trying you to have. go bags. You want to go bags. I I might. You want to go plastic bags under the water. <laughs> I, I'm, I kind mm-hmm. of do, but like, because this movie is super incoherent, but like there are... Is there some funny ass shit in it? Like the tub fucking and the. I mean, I legitimately <laughs> like that scene in the hotel room, even though it's like it's. It's almost like it's too good that it like makes some of the other scenes look bad. Like suddenly it's just like, oh, why you brought in a fight choreography now? Like yeah. you know, like where were the, yeah. the other things? But I I don't know. I mean, by the I mean, very like the baby nursery fight is good too, and that's a bunch of dumb chaos. Yeah, it kind of is. I I mean, because I was thinking bags. I mean, I you know I like tempted to say one jocks but like i start to think about it and you bring up the good points of like yeah the tub fucking thing is it's that's <laughs> hilarious and kind of worth the jocks in and of itself so i mean i think i'm going to settle on two okay i'm just like i'm trying to temper some expectations because like this movie's a mess it, oh yes it really Don't, is a mess we're all saying it's a mess all right. <laughs> i just like dennis Rodman yeah. is like almost quasi i think he's quasi insufferable i mean mostly because of the dumb one lines he, he's actually pretty good in the action stuff but mm-hmm. like man that that is a poor decision to dub in bad. Like the only thing worse than not doing one-liners is doing bad ones. Yes. So 
Yeah, two jocks. I mean, just just barely, and I'm ready to move on. All right. I've already seen this movie <laughs> twice in my lifetime, and that's double too many times. This is a great party movie. Um, like you know, parties going on, and you have you just want to have something interesting visually on the TV. Um, I would be afraid that people would stop and stop you know enjoying the parties atmosphere and start watching this movie because there's crazy shit going on and then you'd have to turn up the sound and see how bad all of that is um i've started i i I don't know why i've mentally started judging movies on how good they would be to watch with you know a bunch of people or at a party lately but this ticks pretty much all of the boxes that you want um as an actual like experience film experience um it's probably going to be two jocks, which is pretty good. I mean, you know, it it does it does a lot of things right, but the the incoherence, like just how much, uh, how little attention they paid to holding the thread of you know of just it keeping almost any felt, thread it almost felt like there was like no through line. It was just like eh, right, like now they this. do this crazy yeah. thing, yeah, and now this, yeah, right. It's just a series of vignettes right. that occasionally have Dennis Rodman in them. Um, <laughs> So yeah, two jocks, pretty good. Not, I was honestly expecting a little bit more. Like I, I was expecting more, like sly Dennis Rodman. But unfortunately, we got dubbed Dennis Rodman. He was probably too busy mm-hmm. running back to basketball to do anything good. <laughs> was he basketballing back then? I've oh I, yeah, yeah. I oh, forgot yeah. pretty much everything. He was in the midst in of all the titles. Yeah, this was oh, like yeah. I mean they would have probably filmed this in '96. Usually it's about a year before when yeah. they're filming. So yeah, they, yeah, he was definitely still playing. They had just won their fourth title so yeah dynasty they won six of them mm-hmm. they did it's a lot anywho we've talked about this for a very long time so let's take a break okay oh, okay all right Welcome back. Hey, Vampcast. Second, Second half. half. So we have. Let's get right I'm into the some only movies. One brought it around. I was huh? out of breath. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know we were doing that, so I didn't no. prepare my breath accordingly. <laughs> we didn't harmonize properly <laughs> before doing prepare that. Prepare your breath. Yeah, I didn't do like the cigarette <laughs> training montage. Prepare thine breath. Hey. <laughs> Second half. So Chuck, I believe you have hmm. some movies to watch. I watched. Yeah, a, I got a lot of watch. I, I watched a big pile of movies, so I'm, uh-huh. I'm I'm stepping out of the way for your new things we've never ever talked about because mine's kind of a rehashing realization about a series of movies. Okay, and yours are probably new to you. First time anyone's talked about them on this show, perhaps. Sure, why not? Okay. Let's let's go with that. All right. Um. So I watched a relatively recent movie. I watched uh, Foxcatcher. Okay. Um, which I don't know if anyone, if we've talked about it on the show or something not. Something about wrestling. That's all I know. Yeah. Something about wrestling uh, and a creepy There's man. There's something about wrestling. Uh, if you want to get really skeeved out, watch yourself watch Catcher. Mm-hmm. It's one of those movies. That it, it's one of those like quiet movies that you're never quite sure where it's going. And you're always fearful it's going to the worst possible place at any moment. Yeah. And uh, I know the real story behind it. Yeah, so see, I know I didn't. where that ends up. Unfortunately, I, I was vaguely aware of the story, but and also they after seeing a documentary about the real story afterwards, they changed a lot in mm, this movie okay. to make it more Channing Tatum focused. Mm-hmm. Um, See Tate. 
it, it's it's a weird film. They have made up everybody with prosthetics, so everyone looks fairly, I don't know, cavemanish. It's kind of strange and unsettling, which just adds to the whole creepy factor of this entire movie. Um, it's good. I, it's one of those where I would say, yeah, you d- you should probably watch it. It's an acting showcase, but then like I never want to see it again. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> one of those. Yeah, it doesn't really go anywhere creepy. Luckily, like it, it like all your fears like never play out necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it's like it's just it, your skin crawls from yeah. time to. It's, they should call it skin crawler instead of fox catcher. It's <laughs> um. So anyway palate cleansing stuff after that uh i went back and and revisited the uh i, I revisited a uh, dc comics movie hmm. um what the karate kid what excuse me <laughs> what they had to license the title from dc comics because there was a karate kid dc like, comics line so you're talking about like the jackie chan one no oh the original one. yes oh okay yeah no it, they, they had to get the title from dc because oh. there was a book called the Karate Kid. All right. So but... I thought I would throw that as thanks. Uh, a little swerve little, thing. Yeah. Why are you trying to swerve on me here? <laughs> totally zagged us. But uh, yeah, so I probably hadn't seen the original Karate Kid in 20 years or something like that. Um, and had recently had just been playing that song in my car over and over and over again. It was like, I should really go back and watch this movie just to get the full experience. And that is a, that is a, that is a fantastic movie. It, it is so, it is so well paced and the characters are so well done and it's you just kind of think back as oh it's going to be a cartoon it's going to be dumb and it's not it is it is just finely crafted mm-hmm. i would i it, it's didn't paparino win an academy award for it? i know he was nominated yeah. i don't know if he won or not but i I'm definitely saying, know. it's like that's it's not that yeah. it's a different level of movie than what yeah. you think mm-hmm. i mean i know he's kind of doing a, a caricature it, it, you know that's obviously not who he was but there's a performance there. I mean, it's not just a cartoon. He's, he's giving a performance in that, like his Oscar nomination was warranted. That's a solid scene when he's drunk is like, yes, really good. Yes, absolutely. Um, you, you, you believe that these two become friends. It, it's, it's completely believable. Like just the motivations of everybody in this is totally believable. Um, the bad guys are so fucking evil in this. It's, it's insane how bad they are. Like how just pure fucking evil they are. Yeah. Like th- this dojo is like, like yeah, Daniel it would be Russo a- was just terrible. He wasn't even like a kid. I mean, he shouldn't have been doing karate in the first place. <laughs> Johnny had been training his entire life. He was the karate kid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Please don't go down that path. Um, <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, so sorry. They were bad guys because they swept the leg. Yes. Yeah. They wanted to send him home in a body bag. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, man, he's so stoked. <laughs> Don't sweep <laughs> he's legs. Standing behind Martin Cove, just stoked. He's so happy. Yeah. Um Martin Cove is an ins- like just how they establish his character of they walk into the karate dojo and are just passing by like all his Vietnam shit on the way in. He's just looking at all of his like medals and mm-hmm. pictures of him with giant guns in Vietnam. And I'm like, this guy, I, I wish they had found a way to turn this guy somehow because he could be a great asset <laughs> to america <laughs> you know maybe if he could use his his determination and mm-hmm. skills for good instead of this dumb evil path he's going down which is just training teenagers to murder everybody yeah. <laughs> it does, tropes. sweet tropes it's like he's not sending them out to do crimes or anything he's just sending them out so that they can just bully people and, and maybe murder them if they want to um 
but yeah. it's just it's it's a five star movie. It's so good and and well worth going back to. Well, it's one of those everyone forgets was by the same director who made Rocky. Yes, you know. Yeah, it's like holy shit. Yes, like and it's like I made Rocky, so this is it absolutely. translates well. Yes, all it, the skills that made Rocky absolutely translate does. well to this. Yep. And coincidentally, when the Karate Kid was over, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I need to watch Rocky Four right now. <laughs> I know it's not directed by that guy, but f- I just need fucking America need in good, my veins. A good musical montage. Yes, I needed to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> I needed an entire movie that was a montage, and then some of those montages com- contain scenes from previous montages in the film. Uh, Rocky Four is not an expertly crafted motion picture. Uh, its story is is vague and kind of dumb. Uh huh. But holy god, is it good? Yeah, it's it's such a it's such an <laughs> awesome movie. It, like like subtlety I, is not its I strong point. I wouldn't say it's good, <laughs> but it's awesome. Yes, yes, it is. It is everything you want it to be. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Like. It's not you're not going into it like, oh, man, I hope this young uh, up and comer can can defeat this bad guy. It's like, no, nah, man, he killed Apollo. You got to go over there and, and fight him and the crowd and everybody yeah. fight for America, yeah. Rocky, and train I, all the I, things. I've always <laughs> said Rocky one and Rocky two are real films, legit films. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they're just fun. Yes. Like, they're not good. No, I mean, well, they're not good films like in filmmaking terms, but they are various levels of fun. Like yeah. five is terrible, but three and four are fun just yes. fun ass movies but they're not good yeah really. and i mean four four is just the worst case of talia shire wet blanketing oh. the fuck out of everything oh. like ah oh. rocky that's comes, why they killed her off screen for five. <laughs> rocky comes home from his press conference all deject you know it's like i gotta go to russia on christmas day i'm gonna fight drago and she's just like you can't win i'm not going with you you're gonna die i'm staying here mm-hmm. and like she does not come around until Two seconds before he wins the fight, she stands up in the crowd and shouts, yeah. you're going to do it. Yeah, like, she's such a fucking front runner, man. <laughs> she's just fucking bandwagon. Naysaying bitch. the whole fucking time. Just fair like other fair weather fan. I'm, yeah, total like, front runner. Like even when she shows up in Russia, she's not really there to support him. She's just like, well, I figured I'd see you one last time yeah, before, before Drago die. kills you in the ring. You <laughs> stupid little man. And then yeah, it's like, it's you literally know well, if he can change, then she can change. <laughs> yes. And maybe we all can change. She changed all of them. <laughs> maybe we all can change. Yeah. But, man, it, he is literally beating the fuck out of Dolph. And Dolph is just two seconds away from dying in the ring. And that's when she just stands up and exclaims, you're going to do it. <laughs> like, like, finally, she's like, oh, I see it yeah. now. You can you. I believe in you. It's like, thanks, yeah. honey. I appreciate you. That's why he doesn't even bother to get her in the ring at the end. She's like, no, no, stay there. I'm going to talk to my kid, and then I'm going to talk to these Russians. Yep. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, I'm going to defeat communism with my words. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. which he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's so good. I just, I love that Paulie owns a robot in that one. He's just, he's got a robot. Yep, he does. It's like a full-fledged fucking robot. It is taller than Rocky. <laughs> and it, well, and it talks, I know that's not, not that's not saying much. <laughs> I know, but. And it talks seductively to him, like. Yeah, well, he he reprograms it right. to be all sultry and shit, and <laughs> everyone is creeped out by it. Yeah. Uh, rightfully so. Yeah, because it, it wanders in at one point when Apollo is trying to explain that he wants to fight the Russian, and he is just like completely like, what is happening? Why is there yeah. this robot here? Well, I mean, the robot, it, the way Polly acts towards it, it's like, it's like if all of a sudden one of you just had a real doll sitting on your couch, I'd be like... <laughs> Um, yep. we need to talk about this. Yep. Like this is not a good path to be going down. He is into it. 
He is very much into it. (laughs) This is like, I'm your friend, but you're going down a road that I want to stay away from. Yes. Hey, Polly, it's it's just say no. It's not a bathtub, man. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Just say no to robot. It is almost sentient. (laughs) It might have artificial intelligence, (laughs) unlike a fucking bathtub. (laughs) Bathtub can't couldn't fight back. So, (laughs) yeah, so Rocky Four is awesome. Yes, yes, it is for completely different reasons than the Karate Kid. Right, sure. Karate Kid is a fine motion picture. Rocky Four is just there is one event. There is one hundred percent less possible robot fucking in the Karate Kid. You're right. Yes, there is. (laughs) That's guaranteed. Put that on the label. Mr. Miyagi did not have a real doll (laughs) in that shack. No, he did not. There was no body pillows. No nothing. None of that. Yeah, two totally different movies, and yet he may have, so he may have occasionally waxed on and waxed off, but you know, might have. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, I watched a series of movies over the holiday weekend. <laughs> really? Were they yeah. the Rocky movies? They, they were not the Rocky uh, movies. Oh. Um, I decided basically to revisit the entire DC cinematic universe. Inspi- oh, the Karate Kid. Yes, <laughs> In- inspired by the fact that like Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice Ultimate Edition came out with thirty more additional minutes in, it, and yeah. I was like, "So, how long did, does that make that movie? Three hours. Three hours. Three hours. Okay. Right. At, right at three hours. I'm excited um, to see that. So I was like, I didn't really like the movie. Maybe you know, sometimes adding more footage actually helps. You know, because it it makes the pacing better because mm-hmm. it, you know stuff wasn't cut and. Whatever. Let's just let's see this and let's start from the beginning. I want to yeah. I want to judge these from and when I say this, I mean from. It's not like I started like seventy nine or seventy eight Superman. I started yeah. in the Nolan verse. You know, like mm-hmm. that's the new established DC cinematic universe before yep. it was all willy nilly John Peters giant spiders and bullshit. <laughs> um, so yes. Anyway, I I kind of actually just wrote my thoughts down. This isn't going to be quite as ranty as I think uh, your uh, ironic movies thing is. I was mm-hmm. just kind of jotting thoughts on the fly, but I'm yeah. going to kind of try to read this. So it's kind of my revolution revelation about the DC cinematic universe and its problems. Oh, so I've always, I've said, and I've, I've been on, uh, I, I've been put on blast. blast I think about <laughs> oh, saying, shit. saying Batman begins, you know, but I have to talk about it for a second. Um, I still love Batman begins. I think that's like one of the most flawless superhero movies ever made. Like just, it, it captures the character. It captures what the character's about. And it started a trend that they didn't, follow through with and i'm about to explain what i mean by that um like batman begins is about batman it's i mean i know he doesn't put the batman uniform on until towards the end of the movie but that's he is training and getting ready to become batman and when he walks in he's immediately a vigilante and and the cops are like who is this guy get him he's you know you can't vigilante in our yeah i don't care how (laughs) how shitty our city is you can't be a vigilante so Uh but starting with the dark knight batman kind of stops being batman like he's out in the day a lot. <laughs> he's As the cops, Batman. Yeah. Okay. He's out in the day doing Batman things in the middle of the day. The cops have just kind of accepted him, uh, except when he takes the fall for two face spoilers. You know, um, he's not treated like a v- vigilante, despite nobody really knowing he saved the day at the end of Batman begins. You know, like there's no reason for them suddenly to go, Oh yeah, Batman, you're cool by us. Mm-hmm. I mean, the police even let him into the interrogation room with the Joker. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, he is like so friendly. He's just like, I gotta go talk to him. And, um, they don't arrest him on site. They just let him in. Mm-hmm. So he's he's like a he's a day walking known quantity in Gotham. It's mostly cool with the cops by Dark Knight. So it continues on through Dark Knight Rises. I mean, he starts off he's you know he's a villain again because of the events of the last movie. But by the end, it's just like yeah, Batman, you're cool. Like again now, like <laughs> you know shit's gone down. You're you know you may be bad, but there's worse things going on here. Like I guess we're okay with you. So in my opinion, they basically stopped making Batman movies after two, despite making two more. Now, as soon as Superman shows up, 
He's immediately an alien threat vigilante who must be stopped by the government and eventually Batman, despite also basically being a vigilante. So Batman comes in and judges him immediately and says, no, none of my watch. And like, he's a vigilante just like you. Like, Mm -hmm. you should be friends. Yeah. But they basically made two, they made two Superman movies that were basically kind of more Batman than Superman was. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're like, everyone is against him. Like, I get it. I mean, I know you can't have Batman be a villain from everybody all the time. Like, there's got to be a little leeway. He has Commissioner Gordon. He has friends and stuff like that. But by and large, Gotham looks at Batman as a criminal, you know, except for the people who are like, yeah, Batman saved me. Yeah. You know, he's like winning hearts and minds one at a time, essentially. Mm -hmm. But so they made like one more Batman movie out of Superman movies than they did actual Batman movies. Mm. The, The crazy thing about like all of this revelation is that I started watching after i finished this i actually kind of went back and started watching the animated series again because it's fucking amazing yeah Mm -hmm. and and like literally in the first 10 episodes like suddenly this flashed to me of like i was watching all these movies and essentially they didn't even make batman movies like i mean this that little cartoon captures batman so much better than all these giant spectacle movies ever have Hmm. and the other thing is like i i almost even hesitate to call this the dc cinematic universe because they're not they're not doing a good job of like leaving a, a through line here. I mean, like it almost seems like they rebooted when when Man of Steel came out again, because it's very clear that Batfleck is not Christian Bale Batman. I mean, even if you're just getting down to like into the nitty gritty little details, because yeah. a key a key plot point in The Dark Knight Rises was Catwoman steals his mom's pearl necklace that was on, that she was wearing the night they were murdered, mm-hmm. and when they show it again, it's very clearly more like the comic book that the necklace gets broken, pearls go everywhere. And, you know, it's like, well, okay, you know, like right off the bat, that's, you're, you're telling me, yeah, you're, you're telling me two different you know, origin stories. So it's just funny because like in, in the animated series, like nobody trusts Batman, especially in the, in the Gotham City Police Department, except for Gordon and like uh, Montoya, who's like a minor character from the animated series that never translated, despite them having a Hispanic female cop in the Dark Knight rises that they didn't bother to make the same character which they could have just because it'd been like hey fans you know <laughs> right <laughs> yep i know you like this thing so here we stuck this character mm-hmm. in here mm-hmm. um but i i don't know like i said it's just it's just funny like 10 hours of a you know with you know on dvd 20 minute cartoon taught me more about batman or showed me more batman than 13 hours of giant spectacle high budget movies it did and it's just weird like i said it's like suddenly it's just like a light went off. I was like, yeah, th- these Batman movies aren't really about fucking Batman. And that's, that's giant. The, the giant, we've always talked about the giant plot holes there in the dark Knight, the leaps yeah. of logic where, you know, he dives out the window to save, you know, uh, what's her face. And like droopy. Yeah. He saves droopy, <laughs> droopy McGee. And like, and it's just like, yeah, the Joker's just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm, you know, like, did he yeah. just leave? Like mm-hmm. and leave all the other guests alone? Or just all the coincidences that right. have to occur for things. Right. It's, 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 yeah. it's sloppy. Crazy thing is, is like going back and rewatching it. I think I was an, kind of an apologist when it came out. I think The Dark Knight Rises is better than The Dark Knight. I mean, I still think they're both not very good Batman movies. You know, when I when mm-hmm. I when I started to put this together, but I think that's almost a better movie. Like, it's definitely better written. I know people are like, Bane is a if you're a by the book comic book person, it's completely wrong, and people hate it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was the controversy about the changing of the voice. You're, yeah. Batman. Well, I was saying, like, it started off as like very mumbly, and they're like, "We can't understand you," so they did the I can hear you very clearly mm-hmm. now, Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, thing. I think he's awesome. I think, I think, I think the line they drew there was like, I, I thought it was very interesting what they did with Dark Knight Rises. I find it infinitely more interesting than what they did in the Dark Knight. I know Heath Ledger, Joker, all that is good, and 
whatnot, you know, like I know that's a thing to see, but like by and large, I mean, I still like as soon as it came on, I'd actually forgotten about the the like how much they undercut that awesome action sequence with Nikki Cat. Like it's I know I've talked and complained about that before, but like I totally put it on my mind. I was like, Yeah, that awesome scene's coming up. I was like, he gets in the fucking car and I'm like God damn it. I totally forgot he was in the scene and he's going to fucking narrate every cool thing that happens, which makes it bad. It's like overdubbing dumb Dennis Rodman lines like, mm-hmm. and to every punctuate everything like, oh, look out over there. Like, we all just saw what happened over there. You know, you don't have to tell this. Yeah. <laughs> We're all aware. But I, I don't know. Like I said, it was a it was a long, crazy journey. Um, <clears throat> By the way, the Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition uh, doesn't help. <laughs> it adds thir- it adds 30 minutes to the wrong half of the movie. Oh, cool. Um. It adds 30 minutes to the people versus Superman, not Batman versus Superman half of the movie, yeah. which is dumb. Um, so I, I don't know. It made the it made the logic of the illogical, very coincidental thing that uh, Lex Luthor was planning mm-hmm. make more sense. It's still dumb, but it made it like more <laughs> logical. Uh-huh. So I, I give it credit for that. But it's weird because like there were points in that movie where I, I knew things were going to happen, but like the the beats that they happen are like totally in the wrong parts. Like there's that awkward where they were like, we have to set up the DC cinematic universe. Yeah. Insert these clips of other superheroes doing things. And it's like right before the climax of the movie, it's like in the worst pacing place you could possibly put that. Like there is a, there is a clear point where you could have inserted it earlier in the movie and like made the studio happy and had Batman look at it. But it's like, it's later in the movie and someone else is looking at it. And it's like right before shit is about to happen. And it's like, well, this is just odd. Like, shouldn't you be getting to getting to the thing right about now instead of watching these YouTube clips of other superheroes? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's, just, it's like the, the pacing is just really bad on that. Like, that's hmm. that's bad. I still really don't like whatever Jesse Eisenberg was doing. His mumble Luther. But hmm. anyway, I, I made the journey. I probably won't do it again <laughs> ever. But so there and bat again. Having <laughs> never seen either of the Batman versus Superman uh, oh. versions. Is it still go for the longer one yeah, because it makes more sense? It does because it makes more sense. It's just like yeah. I said, it's it's two separate movies and they they elongated the part that could totally be cut from the movie and wouldn't really change the movie. Like that's how different the two part halves of that movie are. Mm-hmm. Like you could actually take out the Holly Hunter section and it wouldn't mean anything. I'm I'm sorry, it just it wouldn't change. And other than it's like tacky, it's like a continuation of Man of Steel, like where the government's like, I don't know about you. You know, you have all these powers and I don't know about you. It's it's like a continuation of that that just drags and drags. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. Like I said, Marvel's definitely got it. I, I I'm not a you know, I'm not a pick sides on the in the comic book role. I'm just saying Marvel's killing it on the movie side. <laughs> DC is floundering. Well, I mean, I think to be fair, the the DC stuff, I, I think the the Dark Knight tr- trilogy thing was just meant to be a thing, right. not to set the stage for anything. And then they were like, eventually they were like, oh, you know what? Marvel's doing this thing. Maybe we should do this thing, too. Right. And then they just kind of started it with Man of Steel, which was probably the wrong place to start it because apparently the world has just turned on Superman in every way, shape or form, no matter what they do. And then so half mean, the audience you mean like the audience or like the world of the, the audience, oh, okay. like people. Like the box office yeah. people. I think there's still a good Superman movie that can be made. Just no one's done it in. It's got to be Nicolas Cage. 30 years <laughs> or more, whatever I, it is. Half a Man of Steel is really good. The the Kansas stuff is amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I I love the, the flashbacky bits. Like, everything. Yeah, the Kansas stuff sold me on that movie way back yeah. when. Yeah, the Kansas. And well, like, I, I also like the um the Ronin Superman, the thing where he's like, 
he's still in that like I don't know if I should show my powers, but I'm just going to go from place to place like kung kung you know kung fu, kung fu yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he's uh, going to grow a super beard yeah, and which, which, be a trucker. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, his chest hair and his beard made me start playing the Kevin Smith slash. Um, it's a little bit of Superman four in there, too, of like, how does he shave? Yeah. Thing. Because of like, how would our razors cut his hair? Because <laughs> it's a mirror. Well, because like I'm thinking of Superman four where they had he donated his hair and it's holding up like the comic 16 ton mm-hmm. thing that's in the museum. And I'm like. How's he cut? Like, does he have need like a Mach nine thousand well, razor? Maybe, maybe flies out into space, like maybe. super far away from the sun. Oh, yes, go like wait, Dark side wait for moon. like the middle of the night, like yeah. three a.m. He can shave and just okay. real quick, just <laughs> he just he uses a mirror and bounces his laser eye beams uh, onto his face. That he might could be do it. that. Yeah, you know what? That might be right. Might These be are important. Maybe crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so. so now let's talk about how he has sex. Oh. They already that had, was in Mallrats. They already answered right. that. Yeah, like a shotgun blast out her back. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They already answered that in the Superman universe perfectly. He had a kid when he got when the little it took his powers away. Yeah, That's but how, he wasn't uh, Superman. He was just dude. Right. I'm yeah, saying like stuff. the kid that was in Superman Returns was because of the time that they got busy in the. Fortress of Solitude when he t- took King's his bathroom. powers away. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, they did. But that's not okay. Superman. That's just fucking dude. Yeah. But call L. But then the kid had powers anyway. Yeah. You know, Superman. It's in his like, DNA. Dormant ah, genes, man. It's in his. Ge- it's in his alien DNA. Alien equivalent of DNA. Yes. Sure. All those things. Nope. Actually, they explain that too. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Well, actually, no, no, no. Um, worst explanation Super, ever. Superman two. He he goes inside the thing. He reversed the uh, the. He did go inside the thing. He yeah. went inside the chamber that took away his powers. Yes, he did. And he reversed it so that everyone outside the room, Zod and and Army, got zapped. Yes. So right. if Lois was pregnant, even in the early stages, that got reversed too. Hmm. <laughs> Still doesn't explain how the super kid does doesn't kick her stomach out. That that's true. <laughs> yeah, it didn't just if it's a rip if, her into yeah, if it's being powered, born. That kid, like, I mean, he's gonna kick once, and you're gonna have a foot wriggling around out yeah. of her chest. That's true. That's true. That kid's gonna alien his way out of her. <laughs> yeah, but that kid also like was weird Superman asthma baby. Her, yeah, Superman gave her a death sentence. <laughs> That that kid had to like realize he was he well. Had powers. To be, he had, to to be fair, I mean, again, counting in the well, they, they established this in the Man of Steel universe in that he didn't start getting superpowers until he was about eight nine yeah. years old. Oh, okay, because like he all has right. he has a moment where he's in school yes. where it's like like all of a sudden superheroing kicks in. He's like he can hear everything mm. and he pants the fuck out and in Man of Steel. So yeah. okay, it's kind of like puberty, okay. I guess. I'm glad know? they're covering all of these things. Hey. That yeah, idiots like me ask. You have to get yellow sun in you for like ten years yeah. before mm. you can. Superman out. So you just need to work on your tan. And yes. Then you're good. Yeah, go outside. Okay. There you go. There, there's your nerdy ass superhero talk. Yeah. <laughs> I should try watching Dark Knight Rises again for the fifth time and maybe I'll get past the first 20 minutes. Wait, so you've never actually seen it all the way? I saw it in the theater oh. all the way in the big IMAX theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've every time I've tried to watch it since then, I've been like, nah. I get about 20 minutes in. I'm like, why am I watching this? I could be doing literally anything else. And so then I go do literally anything else. <laughs> All right. That sounds great. I, I, yeah. And I don't know why. Like, I, I I seem to remember not hating that movie. I actually kind of being all right with it. Just being like, man, it's kind of long. And it is a the way long. they get rid of Bane is kind of a bad joke. But aside from that. Yeah. Yeah. 
maybe it's just that whole first 20 minutes is like, I don't want to be Batman. Being Batman sucks. Well, no, the first 20 minutes has that crazy ass. Oh, yeah. Well, stunt, yeah, it does plane have that. stunt shit with little yeah, finger. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, right. Once it's, once it's Master Bruce, you can't. Yeah. You can't yeah. be Batman. You ain't got no cartilage in your yeah. knees anymore. You're old. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. When it gets to all that stuff, I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, that's on. right. He goes and sees Thomas Lennon, the doctor, too. So it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. even more like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the weird, like, X-Men 3 thing of like, wait, why are we wrapping? This thing just got started. Why are we ending it? Oh. <laughs> ah. <Sorry. laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they do. They, they start to like, yeah, no more Batman. Yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, the audience no, is like, because everyone like Batman. Like, yeah, but all the people who make it were like, no, nah, I think we're done here. Yeah, we don't want to make Batmans anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, but my favorite thing, is, look, we're being spoilery. If you haven't seen the end of Dark Knight Rises, you've had some time. But I think it's pretty funny that like they go out of their way to eventually come around to the Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like, why don't you use your real name, Robin? Yeah, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. and from the very beginning, we're like, if you introduce Robin, swear to God, I'm dropping the camera, walking the fuck off the set. Like Christian Bale and Christopher Nolan were like, mm-hmm. fuck no, Robin. And yeah. then, like, it was like, we didn't need that. Like he could have just been a guy. Yeah. Like you didn't like that didn't need to come around to there. You know, we were all kind of thinking like, well, maybe he can be the next Batman. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you just make him the next Batman? <laughs> yeah. But he didn't train with a league of assassins to be able to murder people I know. Still without passing. murdering them. 40 beats per minute. Leaves <laughs> them alive. Right. Cause he's Batman. Mm-hmm. You need to watch the, you need to give the Superman movies a try. I know, I, I know, I know. you hate Superman, but I know I need to do it. God, that last fuck that last 30 minutes of man of steel is still just, fucking horrific <laughs> bad just bad. It, bad yeah when the giant metal spider shows uh, up it's bad. like it's like man really and then everything from that point on you're just like uh i mean i'm so glad they must have given john peters his sack of money and said get the fuck away from <laughs> superman because he's not a part of batman yeah. v superman but yeah. still i'm like the fact that they had to give that ass had a truckload of money to make him go away probably unless he was just like i got my metal spider i'm out bye yeah <laughs> you know? finally you guys did what i wanted you to do yeah. <laughs> But I, yeah, I mean, like, man, that fla- all the flashback stuff in that is so good, and, and that just makes the ending that much more disappointing. Mm. But I'll watch it. Yeah, I promise. All right, one day. I, 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 I say to save my sanity, I didn't watch Green Lantern or Jonah Hex. That I was looking at DC. I was like, shit, do I have to watch Catwoman? Because I was like, but that came out before Batman Begins. So. Right. Not part of the not universe. Well, do they even a- consider Jonah Hex as tying in? No, I don't think so. I, I mean, no, no, it yeah. starts with Man of Steel. I mean, Green okay. Lantern, arguably, be- but I think they're pretty much dumping that. You know, they're just going to be. I-, I think if they even bring Green Lantern in, they're probably going to do John Stewart or somebody, not not Hal Jordan. Good. Or I mean, they might do Guy Gardner. I don't know. Sorry. That would be weird. I want John Stewart. John Stewart's a badass. Yeah. Green Lantern. Guy Gardner would be really weird. Yeah, he was because people he's, would not he's, be he's ready a for fucking that. Fucking dickhead. Yeah. So. Hmm. Well, it, probably when they go, hey, Deadpool. Right. Like, yeah, let's get a smarmy ass asshole in here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, John Stewart's badass because he's a fucking cop that becomes a space cop. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what, I mean, he was fucking ready. I mean, like, he's the first one. It's like, you're a cop. You should be a space cop because that's what a Green Lantern is. Yeah. Not yeah. like you're a test pilot. Maybe you should be a space cop. That's a weird mm. career transition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have any relevant experience. Right. Get out of here, <laughs> pilot man. <laughs> Yeah, they fly. Yeah. <laughs> so, BJ, did you watch anything? You know what? I actually didn't. I had an no. entire week off to do fucking nothing, and that's exactly what I did, including not watching isn't any that, movies. Isn't that the best feeling? It was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> it awesome. it pretty, pretty good. good. Just shut off your brain and yeah, yeah, veg. Mm-hmm. I saw one thing. What'd you see? I'll talk about. Well, I saw two things actually, but one. I mean, uh, my uh, I was down south with my in-laws and my nephews were watching toy story 2 
And Toy Story 2 is great. That's still a really good movie. And it's fun to watch little kids. Like, it's it's nice to have them watching a movie that doesn't suck. You know? <laughs> sure but, but, is. I mean, you think about it, so many animated movies that kids, like, latch onto are just like, oh, fuck this thing. Yep. yep. But, like, Toy Story 2 is like, man, this movie is really, really good. Yeah, good choice, kid. Well, yeah. like I said, like, Frozen, it's good. It's not... Put your have your kids play it two hundred fucking times good. Yeah. Like that's a movie you'd lose your goddamn mind over because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not that good. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh but also watched Happy Feet from the director of Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> yes, there mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy Feet. And guess what? There are shots in Happy Feet that he reused in Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> they are good shots. I will give him credit because it's basically taking it from an Antarctic setting to a desert setting. Was there a was there a penguin riding a giant boombox truck with a No. No. There oh. was not. Bummer. However, some of the that you'll know if you ever watch the movie, you'll definitely recognize it. Like there's one that's one of those like, hey, we're ten miles away from what's going on mm-hmm. shots in Happy Feet. Oh, I was okay. like, I recognize this. <laughs> yeah. But um that movie Man, it starts out really, really strong. Like it's it's shockingly strong. What happy feet? Yeah, mm-hmm. like like the whole metaphor that they're using, where it's like, okay, this like this whole society's built around this one thing that this kid's no good at, and you know, it's like it's just one of those like really, it's a good message for kids where it's like, okay, you suck at all the traditional learning stuff, all the traditional <laughs> book learning, right? But you're good at a lot of other things, but nobody is recognizing this now. You know, that, that stuff to me works really well, you know, and then he eventually finds a group that, that thinks that he's awesome and what he does is cool. You know, it's just, it works really well as a metaphor. And then they just kind of go crazy by the end of that movie. Like, as far as like, let's mix up some of our messages that we're going for and yeah, let's throw this into, and then, oh God, it's the third act and we're already over 90 minutes. So let's wrap this shit up immediately (laughs) because like the end of that movie, just like, it's almost like, man, we ran out of money. We got to wrap this shit up because it's like the third act is like 10 minutes. Maybe it's just like, all right, bam, 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 bam. All right, we're done. That's weird. It's long for a kid's movie. Too. Yeah, it's an hour and 48 minutes, yeah. but it just feels like so much of that is the second act. And then the third act is like, bam, let's do this. Hmm. Let's just get this over with. So it kind of loses a lot of points there, but man, it starts out really strong. And it's like there are it's. I know it's weird to say for an animated movie, but there are so, there is some really visually striking stuff in that movie that they do. I can believe it. Yeah. So he also directed the second one. Yeah. And also Babe 2, but not the first one? No, he did bo- both. No, he, he did Babe 2. Yeah, only the second one. Yeah, oh, that's right. The second that's one, right, yeah. Which is generally acknowledged as the much better one. Uh, In the Babe movies? No. No. A lot no. of people love Babe 2. It's good, but it's, it's not better. It's got its following, but... It's way, way more obtuse and goofy. It's but, weird. Like, yeah. I mean, there's, it's it's almost like... So maybe it's internet acknowledges I, it, better. It might I, be that kind of like, oh, Babe 2 is... Babe 2 so feels like it was directed by Junet in Cairo. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. weird. Like, it's... Yeah. I mean, I'm, that's good. That's a good yeah. thing. I'm just saying it doesn't feel like a George Miller or Babe movie. It's 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 weird. Like, yeah. it's suddenly like, you know, almost peewees. Like, there are weird things that don't function like they do in real world. Mm-hmm. Like... I want to say like the old lady's like riding a bicycle that like just bounces all over the fucking place for no reason. Like uh, just wacky shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, I just, I'm, it feels like George Miller can make anything more interesting just by existing. 
His directorial career is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. It, and yeah. it's weird that he was just doing these for like 10 years. Like yes. Happy Feet movies. Yep. Yeah. I hope he makes another Mad Max. It's announced. I mean, I hope he does it and it's not like, here, someone else go do it. He did all the other ones. Yeah. that's So yeah. it kind of feels like he'd hang on to it. You You'd hope. hope so. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Well, did we ramble our way to the end of the episode? I, I think, think we so. did. Oh, we, we've man. got emails, but we'll save them because we talked way, way too much about Sorry. Van Damme. Yes. <laughs> I didn't think I could ever say that, but Van we Damn did. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I usually do. So how about some contact information? All right. The website is bmfcast.com. The email is bmf at bmfcast.com. The Patreon is patreon.com slash bmfcast. And the Garfield phone is 9105-JOCKS-BMF. All these things are correct. <laughs> well, I think that'll wrap us up for our rambling-ass crazy right week. Yeah. Let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is BMFcast out. See you next time. <laughs>